Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome back to another episode of Wrestling Around, and this week, unfortunately, we're going back to WCW 1998. We're going road wild with a certain person that's picked this, obviously, you all know who he is. But joining me this week is Adam Hollands, how you doing? How do And joining me as well is the world-famous Tim Peters. Tim Peters, how are we doing? Bloody hot. Bloody hot, he's absolutely sweltering. It's sweltering. I, 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 my t-shirt is moist. It is warm, sir. It? <laughs> Just a bit, yeah. My face yeah. looks like a sun-dried tomato. Oh, Christ. Imagine what we're all saying. Um, would you be able to put the fish head on? Or is it too oh, hard? It's not, fish head? I, I, I would uh, be a fried fish. I think it would melt on his head, wouldn't it? I, I, I would stuck I with would, a fish head I would for the rest a, of his life. I would be a pan-fried Peter's fish. Be a fish boy. <laughs> Friend of the show, um, Tom Campbell. <laughs> 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 Good God. Chucking up a water. <laughs> it wasn't even that funny. <laughs> oh, Christ. Uh, right. <laughs> if anyone's still listening, what I was going to say was, friend of the show, Tom Campbell, actually give a surprise shout out to, to Terry Fish on the Colorado News. Did anyone saw it? Did he, he, was, uh, he was going through masks. He was going through, um, you know, different masks you could wear. And then he got to one where he said, like, oh, no, don't wear that. What mask was it? It was the bloody fish head. He, outrageous. So, outrageous. On a day like today, I can confirm, do not wear a fish mask. You will be a fried little fish. Yeah. There we go, then. Pan-fried of... pan goldfish. That's like a health and safety announcement there from... Terry isn't it? Don't wear a fish mask when it's a hot day. Ah. Well, well, I mean, do, do wear a mask. Attention all podcast listeners, do not wear a fish mask. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> just because it's warm, you still need to wear a mask. Just yeah, yeah, absolutely. A, just not a latex fish mask, I think. Yeah, not, not a rubber fish mask. <laughs> wear a normal yeah. cloth mask. Ooh, with a big hole in where the mouth is. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Not in your cloth mask. Please cover your mouth in the cloth mask. Yeah. Do not cut yeah. a hole in your cloth mask or your surgical mask. So, Lou, any... any um, Fish-related incidents for you this week? Ah, oh, no, don't know. I don't no, think it any any mask-related incidents. No mask-related incidents. No, I've um, I've got. Oh, actually, I got one mask from ASOS, and it was too small for me. Head. Disappointing. How like com- comedically small? Or um, no, small? Well, it was just that I couldn't speak in it. 
As soon as I spoke, it just flipped off my nose. Yeah. So, um, but, but luckily, I've, I've been provided one from work, like the size of my head, so it's big enough. <laughs> there we go, then. Uh, so, you know, wear, wear a mask. But this week, um, I wish I was wearing the mask over my eyes because we watched Road Wild 1998. Yes, the one with the Biker Festival and Jay Leno. Lou, this was your pick. So, Absolutely. Uh, You've now, I, been, you've now been kicked off wrestling around. Um, thanks I, for joining us. Um, this <laughs> follows on social media. I'm not even going to bother doing the show because it was that rubbish. <laughs> it was a classic, classic show. It was horrendous from start oh, to finish. The main event of celebrities, isn't it? It's just basically it's WrestleMania 1. Mm, get no. on. Right. Next week, we'll be, <laughs> WrestleMania 1 will be by, presented by Terry Fisher and Ross Markham. Lou Markham will be nowhere near. <laughs> Nowhere near this podcast ever again after this pick. So you need to get a fish mask. Put your head in the fish. Chill out, Lou. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, you, know, you, you won't be chilling out today, in it, man. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I understand people disappointed because you know, they, you know, they, there's not how we do. But other than that, you know, everything you need. You know, I preferred I'd... that. I preferred the Tower Dome to this. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I preferred Tower the Tower Dome as well. There was um, who else was there? Hulk Hogan. Yeah. He was there. Oh, well, Hollywood dog, and no one holds at this point. Yeah, Brutus, the fucking bar of beefcake, was there. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that. Pinning that, we'll pinning that, Lou. We'll pinning that. Yeah, it's right. Oh, is that who that was? Yeah, we'll get there. I'll tell you what I think he looks like when we get there. He looks a bit like the booty man, I think. Ah, yeah, that's maybe it. Fucking booty man. Fucking booty man. Oh, how's that a thing? Very similar, those two. If you want to listen to the booty man, go to the archives. Episode one. Frank, Frank, frankly, you two, I just want to get through this because this show is terrible. Yeah, it is. Should we, should we stop messing about yeah. and get down to it then? Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Just messing around, 10 serious. Uh, episode, I don't know, 20, is it? In 19? 19, 20. Oh, no, we're way past that. This is, uh, are we? Are we right now? No, we're not. Yeah, we are. We're still in the teens. Oh, this is 21, I'm sure it is. No, it's not. No, it's 20. Hey, episode 20. For a man with a mass degree, your counting there was worryingly fair. Oh, terrible. right. What it was, Especially right, because... to number 21. Oh, oh, oh my God. I was checking on. my podcast feed and I've just pl- accidentally played something to wrestle with because Thompson and Bruce Richard there. Um, you disgrace. So hopefully that doesn't get picked up and we don't get sued for copyright. Now, what I was going to say is because some people may have noticed that the Raw 1000 episode we did, I forgot to promote completely on social media. Um, but people still listen, people still found it, so thank you for that. But yeah, I to avoid that situation again, I've already done the show graphics for today's show. Nice, so I've already got it saved, you see. And it was episode 20, and I also did next week's show as well, so I'm, I'm well ahead. Oh, well yeah. ahead. we're a professional bunch here, we are worldwide, yeah. Because obviously, yeah, um, people probably thought I was radio silence, these guys, and I'm probably recording one, but no, I just forgot to post it on, on the Facebook, yeah. Oh. Uh, but for those people who don't just follow our podcast feeds and kind of get them all off social media, you got two in one week. So what are you complaining about? There we go. Two in one week. Double, double the wrestling around. I would. I just looked back then to see what episode ten was to see if it was a thing that every ten episodes we watched a bit horrendous, but it wasn't. It was one night stand away, which is actually quite good. Well, this is quite good. Mm, I don't think it was. It, it, in no way was this. Was this good? Anyhow, right. Anyway, enough, enough of your. Defending Luke. first match. Let's get into Raw. Yeah, we haven't done, we haven't done the ding 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 thing yet, Peter. Come it's on. Two weeks in a row now that you're oh. not letting me do it. I was in the middle of it and you both interrupted me. 
Let's get right. tucked into it. This is Road Wild, 1998. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> that, was, that was weird. <laughs> Anyhow, it was on August the 8th, uh, 1998. The Sturgis Motorcycle Rally in Sturgis, South Dakota. There's apparently 200,000 people there. Yeah, and then must be at the moment. Ten minutes into the show, one hundred and fifty thousand more people turned up. (laughs) Jesus, because it was two hundred thousand, and they were like, "Where there's three hundred fifty thousand people here?" Within like ten minutes, you don't know. Obviously, they just they saw what was going on and thought, "Bloody hell, let's get there for Megan the Barbarian." Well, according to Wikipedia, the official attendance was eight and a half thousand. Eight thousand five hundred. Yeah. Do we know what the tagline is? Um, I'm sorry. It's terrible. It should have been. This should never exist. It is road fast, road hard. No one knows where this road goes. Which, frankly, is terrible. It just was rubbish, wasn't it? Do you know? I was going to say, Lou, you've got um, things on the set, so we'll get there in a minute because it was quite an interesting mm-hmm. setup. But sure, this this pay per view was nearly three hours long, and sitting on the motorbike for three hours must be horrendous. Oh, you get a number. There's no back. No they're all waiting for that, that country concert afterwards, aren't they? Yeah, there was yeah, some afterwards, weren't there? Toby Keith or something. Was it Toby Keith? No, I don't know. I just presume it was Toby Keith. Because I don't know any other country singers. Dolly Patton. <laughs> Johnny Cash? Is he, is he alive? He's dead. He's, he's now, was he then? Oh, yeah. I don't know, actually. No, it was not It was um, Travis, Travis Tripp. Travis Scott. Wow. Not, so uh, a Travis T. So the two Travis T's. <laughs> Travis T. That's what he was. What a throwback that is. That's what he was doing. What was you? What was you doing on August eighth, nineteen ninety eight? How old were you being? Seven. Ah, oh, I think it was in South Dakota. Seven. Look at that. Seven selling out South Dakota. <laughs> Travis T. Do what you got to do, aren't you? Is that the answer to the long-standing question? What does the T in Travis T stand for? It is in fact trip. Trip. Trip to Dakota. <laughs> South Dakota. Hang on, wasn't Tyson Tomko's real first name, Travis? Yes. Should we find out? Tra- what, Travis yeah. Tomko? Yeah, for sure. It was. I do believe that, yes. And it's Travis T-Band. Yeah, <laughs> Travis David Tomko. There we go. There we go. So TDT. Yeah, there we go. Interesting. Yeah, there's another Travis I can think of, but I won't mention it Yeah. Uh, right then, here's a little bit of a pop quiz. There is one current wrestler... On the um, no cheating, there's one current wrestler on the WWE roster who helped train Tyson Tomko. I believe he's on SmackDown. Who is it? AJ Styles. Nope. Sheamus. Nope. We've seen them wrestle live. I mean, that, that's a lot of people we've seen. Uh, the, the the little guy in Retribution. No. No. <laughs> Damn it. The guy with the chainsaw in Retribution. No. Can you tell I watched SmackDown last night? Yeah. <laughs> um, I've just seen who it is, and I would never guess this in a day. Absolutely. I said we're cheating. So, Lou, well, it's not right, I, just, I can't think of anyone. Braun Strowman. It's got to uh, be. <laughs> do, you, do you give up, Lou? Do you give up? I do. Shinsuke Nakamura. I was going to say him for a laugh, but I thought, no, he's in Japan. But, he went to yeah. New Japan in 2006. Yeah, there you go. Got a credit of trading them, along with Shawn Michaels. So there we go. And he ended up being, so he got trained by Shinsuke Nakamura and Shawn Michaels. And he ended up just being fucking Tyson Tomko and that was his career. <laughs> he ended up being, he's only good and he was Christian's bodyguard twice. <laughs> what, a, what a waste. 
by the way. But there we are. Anyhow, um, so yeah, back to the set, Lou. It was a weird setup. You've got a lot. It's good, isn't it? I just, I just like it when it looked different, and it was nice to have the Black Hills in the, in the background. What about the ring being on sort of a podium? Plin- yeah, podium. I liked it because of one spot where Rey Mysterio used it. Um, yeah, I liked it for that. I, th- I thought the scaffolding was overused in the matches. It was like yeah. it reminded me a lot of the time when I saw um, Chesley Hawks live in Holland. Really? Yeah, he climbed up the. Uh, you were there. I think. Was he? Yeah, it was in um. Yeah, it's an East Park. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he was singing the one only, I presume. I don't think I can remember. That. Up, I, that was pretty cool. And everyone was like, Chesney Hawks. The only thing I can remember at that day is it been absolutely boiling up. And having, I had a rancid donut. And from that day on, I do not eat you know, the hot donuts you get. They're amazing. Too greasy. Disgusting. Greasy is what makes it good. No, I'm not having it. I um I looked up the food at the Sturgis Motorbike Rally. Is it still going on? Still going on. It's still going on this year, I think, which is worrying because it's on right now. But <laughs> yeah, imagine it's not a masking site, usually. I no, hopefully not. No, but I guess there's no big wrestling ring to crowd around. All AEW play doing next year, but. It's um, it's a lot of street food there, so I think it'd be amazing. I think I'd have a great time. I think what I'd do is I'd look around all the stalls, and then go to the burger stall. But I'd, 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 I'd pretend that I was going to get something interesting, mm-hmm. and then get either a burger or something battered. Yeah, no, I agree, I agree with that. I do yeah. that. So yeah, <laughs> so yeah, so that that's the uh, the food report. Stadium Smallback Rally. Very impressive. Interesting uh, set. So it's billed as a joint NWO and WCW production. I believe this was at the time. And Bischoff wanted to make NWO Nitro and WCW Thunder. That was the other way around. Yeah, that was, that was a lot of time, time, wasn't it? Yeah. We get a, a cool aerial shot of the rally after a horrendous opening package, which we won't bother doing because <laughs> there's no in it. Yeah, and then we get the commentary team of Mike Tenay, Tony Schiavone, and Bobby Heenan. Did you yeah. think Tony Schiavone was looking like he was wearing goggles? Tony Schiavone looked horrendous, um, and his commentary matched. I felt he just checked out of this perfume. <laughs> oh, he, he, was, he, was, he just didn't give a shit, did he? He was done. For those that don't know what we're on about, he's wearing a leather jacket in South Dakota. And Is he wearing he's wearing sunglasses or a bit, though? No, he is. They look like goggles. I literally just said because that. Because they're all wearing biker stuff, aren't they? Yeah. Apart from Bob of the Brain. Apart from Bob of the Brain, he looked like a retired golfer. Boy. Yeah, he was going to say, well, like he was going to be shit to look out of place. Like, yeah. Mike Tanay in, in a denim jacket as Mike well. Mike looked hilarious. Like, what was the point of Mike Tanay on the show? You know, Mike Tanay kept the commentary team together. Did he? Yeah. He just kept coming up with a point of the shit that no one cared about. So that's all <laughs> I took for him. Uh, no, I thought he kept it together. But speaking of looking absolutely ridiculous, we go on <laughs> Gene on a bike. <laughs> Good old Gene Gene on a bike. I don't know if you two picked up on the subtle advertising, but um, it was an American iron horse bike that he was on. You, it, it was like terrible product placement, wasn't it? Well, they've obviously paid a lot of money. They didn't. They weren't around very long, and they went bust in two thousand eight. So I think he said something like they're here to last, didn't they? Well, yeah. It was, well, they're the bike vibing, just the company. Yeah, they went to serious financial trouble in two thousand four, and then went bust two thousand eight. So a bit, like, a bit like WCW, really. Yeah. So that's all the preamble. But I, me, I, I, I can't let that go. Well, go on. WCW, I don't want our business. Because Ted didn't want wrestling on the TV show. Otherwise, it'd have been fine. 
went out of business. Went out of business, though, didn't it? No, like, no, no, they didn't go out of business. They moved. They made it look worse because they moved like departmental profits to other parts of the business, which is classic. You know, you should listen to Bischoff's podcast. It was all fine, right? This is what happens when you run WCW fan early on. They just need some. Air, they just need the airtime, right? Absolute toxic WCW fan. Right? <laughs> toxic, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, wouldn't it have been good, right? Like, no, like I'm going to talk about modern stuff again right now. And even now, like, oh, so I watched a bit of AEW this week and I actually quite enjoyed it, which is weird for me because I always ran about them. But this week, and I think last week as well, possibly, AEW and NXT combined beat Raw. Why is this happening? Because they've got a competition and it's more interesting. Mm. So imagine if WCW was around for the last 20 years. How much better would WWE have been? That is true. Yeah. Which so is really why I, now, I'm hoping that AEW's second show that I've got coming, they move on a Monday night. <laughs> I always wish that they do, um, I think they're more likely to text SmackDown on than they are Raw. Yeah, but SmackDown's on Fox, isn't it? You can't be that. Yeah, but SmackDown's not ratings like them very well, are they? So if you're going to pick one, you'd take SmackDown on. No, Raw's got less at the moment. Is it really? Yeah, a lot less. I, I yeah. thought SmackDown was completely failing, tanking. No, that's just what else says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyhow, um, I, I wish that they actually did a proper brand split. Yes. So none of these bollocks with the same commentators or this pay-per-view. Just run two different brands. Mm-hmm. I've, um, sorry, just interrupt. I've just seen Dave Meltzer's star rating for the first match of this card. It's oh. incredible. We'll get there in a second, Peter's. But yeah, if they actually did a proper thing and then they just... Even WrestleMania and Royal Rumble, or I'll just have like one show, so I have a series where they go against each other. Mm-hmm. I agree. The rest, the rest is just completely, just do the brand split properly. None of this wildcard bollocks or whatever, draft bollocks. I'm going to do a draft, but maybe once a year. Yeah. And then don't make it obvious. Don't always transfer your champion so you know you get any other champions. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Every year. But yeah, Every no, I agree. Like, competition breeds it, doesn't it? So, like, you know, I'm just... Again, yeah, you got me around if we had WCW again. But wouldn't it have been great if it was still in? It did get a bit rubbish towards the end. I mean, you could say it was... This was not the end. This was no one. This was three years before the end, right? So I'm not having that, right? This was good. This was shite. All right, okay, this, it wasn't that, it wasn't this, that good. Yeah, but... But no, there's, there's, there's one thing that I think that's this, this down now, and I'll just I'll say it because it affects like every matchup until like the last two. I think the, the crowd just clearly went wrestling fans, so no one cared oh, about anything. No, 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 no. And do you not think the revving sounded like it was pumped in? Hmm? Yes. Yes and no, but also I find it a bit distracting at first because I thought, right, some dude's going to come down the motorbike soon. Yeah. You know, you, you kept hearing the revving and everyone was like, oh, it's a bloody hell, yeah. Because I was thinking, there's always some knobhead in the crowd who does it when it's not appropriate. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, by, I thought they'd be revving all the way through and it wasn't. Yeah, so I, I, think I, they, I think they were in the, in the first one. I think the first one was Hogwild. Yeah. I think they were just revving all the way through it, so they're probably so moving they're not, it in, yeah, just pumped it in when they, or just yeah, at least yeah. if they've not pumped it in, raise the volume on the on the crowd when yeah. they, they want it to happen. Because then the commentary team kept saying about revving, so then I thought, oh well, that's actually some good foreshadowing. But then as he got someone in his ear saying that, oh, mention revving, now we're going to put it in now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But who knows? Judge for yourself. Watch out on the network. Good concept. A bit, bit weird. But yeah, I thought it, it really harmed some of the matches. Um, it was more subtle wrestling stuff. But the also, nobody, nobody cared. Look, you are a big fan of WCW, but they made mm-hmm. some horrendous booking decisions on this, as we'll get to later on. 
Oh yeah, there's some, some absolutely outrageous choices. I should I should probably drop the pretense now. I did not think this was a good show. I'm just gonna throw that out there now. <laughs> good. I'm gonna defend it all the way through because you know it makes the podcast more interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I did not think this was a good show. Right. We'll get on to the first match. So we've got uh, the Barbarian. He's coming out with Jimmy Hart. And they're going against Meng. Is, Me- is it Meng or is it Ming? It's, it's Meng. they kept pronouncing it Ming. It's Haku. Yeah, but it's spelled Meng, isn't it? Yeah. King Haku. Um, so there was a team. Uh, there were the Faces of Fear, and then Barbarian turned on Meng. Um, and now we've got the match. Um, it was four minutes long. There was lots of slow brawling. Then there was a real weird spot where Barbarian sort of pulls Meng halfway out. Shouts for Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart doesn't do anything and then he just leaves him. <laughs> yeah, then Meng wins after a Tongan death grip via pinfall, which was weird. There's nothing happened at all until the end. After the match was more exciting, so Jimmy Hart and Hugh, Mor- Hugh Morris comes out because he's Barbarian's new tag team partner. Attack him after the bell. <laughs> it's one of the worst double axe handles I've ever seen from Jimmy Hart. <laughs> oh, Jimmy Hart. Frog splash? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's that a Hugh Morris. The worst thing I've ever seen. Is a Hugh Morris moonsault, and then for some reason Jim Duggan comes out and clears the ring, and then the commentary team decide, oh yeah, shit, Meng won. We better tell everyone. <laughs> yeah, I to be honest, at that point, I I was quite glad they said that because I had forgot Meng won, even though it was like two minutes beforehand. Then there was like a little bit of Meng slowly walking off. Um, Terry Peters, first match. Um, you know, did you? But the first match traditionally is yeah going with the start with a bang, you know, that have a feel for the pay per view. Did you feel the worst once you saw this pile of shit? No, just shite, <laughs> wasn't it? Just fucking shite. Meltzer <laughs> gave it a dud, and even that's too good for it. There you go. It was not good. It was just slow and plodding and it just yeah, it was technically it wasn't very good. Defend like, this shit. Like there was oh, I'm not gonna defend it. But there was a bit where like Meng pinned him, and he's like Barbarian forgot to kick out, and the referee just had to stop the free count. And then even when he done that, Barbarian still just fucking laid there, and he was just like he must have been laid, laid down for about six seconds while um while Meng was pinning him. And the referee like stuck like man, I'm not counting anymore because this is meant to be the finish. And Barbarian was just still there, like oh shit, yeah, I better get up. And then yeah, Jimmy Hart did the worst frog splash I've ever seen. He just landed straight on his knees. That was painful. It, was it a frog splash? Because I said, don't know what it was. Said was didn't they? It was shite. Well, he landed on his knees. I did wonder. I thought, is Jimmy Hart going to get involved here? Because he didn't come out in his usual gear and he had elbow pads on. Yeah. At the end of the day, whatever it was, let's be fair, with all due respect to Jimmy Hart, it wasn't going to be good, was it? Whatever it was meant to be, it would be the opposite because it's Jimmy Hart. And Hugh Morris's moonsault. I mean, I love a good moonsault, but you only barely hit him. I still was impressive for a big lad, though. For a big lad, it is a good effort. Yeah, that, that, was the first thing really, um, really popped, that was the first thing that really popped the crowd, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Big lad. Who looks like them, those guys, let's be honest. Like, he could have just, if he was in the crowd, he wouldn't have found anything out of it. We've not really talked about this crowd much. <laughs> yeah. It but... was just, it was what you would expect. Well, there was a lady yeah. in a, there was a lady in a, like, a leopard print bra at one point with a tattoo on her boobie. Interesting. And they properly zoomed in on it as well. Yeah, it was nice, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyone actually seems to remember, <laughs> was, there was a woman wearing stars and stripes. Yeah, there was a woman wearing stars and stripes. It's just a very interesting night is biker crowd, wasn't it? Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, no, the match wasn't very good. And I thought Meng looked like a right dick, right? Because all the way through it, they were like, oh, Meng's like amazing, right? And then how long did that beatdown go on for? 
I mean, and he was like, he got, he was like, he was overpowering Barbarian and Hugh Morris, and then he got put down again by Jimmy Hart, just kind of yeah. tapping him on the back. And I thought, I thought he was just going to swat him off. You know when he, he like threw Jimmy Hart off, and I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. And then Duggan, Duggan comes out, says a dare, who obviously like the crowd loved, and they just all chanted USA, and it was great and that. Oh. But yeah, it was just weird, wasn't it? And now Duggan's music wasn't very good. I mean, nothing was very good in this. Yeah, but I felt like it felt like they were building up Meng to be a big single star, which is like, you assume is why they've split the bad bear and Meng up. Mm. And then he gets saved by some fucking crazy old dude of a two by far. And then, yeah, then that looks like a dick because he didn't want his help. He didn't say thanks, he just walked off. Oh, no, I thought thought that was kind of good that he was like, I could have done it on my own. But the, the the problem was that he couldn't do anything. Yeah, he wasn't doing. If you could have done it on your own, why didn't you do it? He's getting get beat up by Jimmy Hart, isn't he? <laughs> ah, it's rubbish. Didn't start off very good, and I wish he, I could say it only got better. But the next match, uh, we've got the Dancing Fools, Disco Inferno, and Alex Wright. Who's German? Weirdly. Yeah, I think later on these two were called Boogie Nights. Yeah, Alex Wright's not a very they clearly just picked like a random name out of the European book of names, but yeah. Alex Wright is wrong. Hey, St. Peter's. They're, they're going against um, a tag team who um, I absolutely despise. Public Enemy. I thought you loved ECW. Yeah, they love ECW. I should leave I, I just think these two are shit. <laughs> I have yeah. never. I have seen probably. I've only maybe seen five Public Enemy matches, and they are all awful. But you've got 15 minutes, 27 seconds of this match. I feel like we've seen them before, haven't we? On this podcast. Yeah. yeah. This is by far... I don't even remember what the last one was, but this is by far worse. Uh, I think the only good thing Public Enemy was, did was break the ring. Yeah. Oh, and all the fans went in. That was and all the fans went in. That was the only good thing they did. So we've got um, a regular tag team match. This was set up because on Thunder, Tokyo Magnum, who wanted to be in Dancing Fools, and apparently would just dance behind them during their entrances. <laughs> Which, yeah, that's a, that was a thing. He ended up getting put through a table, or smudged through a table, and that's why they've got a match on, on the card. There was no entrance for either team. Nah. It was just in the ring. I'll be honest, I was... Uh, when I was watching this pay-per-view at this time, full disclosure, everyone, I was in and out of sleep, so... My my notes and recollection of this are poor at best, but I know this match was crap. <laughs> it was. I'll just do a quick run through the match. Well, actually, it... now you mention it, I thought I'd fallen asleep and missed the entrance and woke up at the start of the match. No, it looked like they cut something out of the broadcast because they just did yeah. Right, I don't feel as bad for missing that now then. They just started showing the crowds and then it was in the ring. I, this was the second longest match in the card. How like. was this the second longest match? Um... <laughs> I'll just do a quick run through because it does get quite confusing. <laughs> so um, they're having a normal tag match, and then a trash can gets used, and the ref decides it's not a DQ. Yeah. So then they go get a ladder. <laughs> Nobody else knows what's going on, and I think even Mike's in here <laughs> just said, "Oh, well, I guess it's a no DQ match now. <laughs> I guess they've decided it's a no DQ. <laughs> Who's there? Why are they deciding on the fly?" <laughs> so right, that's just weird. I've even wrote here. I put. Comes explains he's changed to a street fight. Just ex- shows how absurd it all is. Ah, somebody went, you want this to be a street fight? But I can't remember yeah. it was. So, right, we'll get there. So yeah. then the Dancing Fools go get a table. And then Disco gets the microphone and says, do you want it to be a street fight? And the ref just changes it then. So, but, but 
what was all the shite before? And why are the heels asking for a street fight? Yeah. They feel uh, terrified of it. The ref just changes it there and then. And then there's just loads of... It's just weapon shots. There's cookie sheets. There's a sink. There's classic public enemy where they literally use everything. Then Alex Wright decides to walk off. Tokyo Magnum leaves as well. But it's a street fight, right? So it's two on two. No DQ. So why ain't Tokyo Magnum getting involved earlier on? Because <laughs> his bare head was hilarious. Um, yeah. that, was the, that was my one highlight of the match when we get to that point. <laughs> right, yeah. So the well, literally nothing happens. We get to the end of the match. Public Enemy stacked three tables, and it genuinely took about two hours. That was probably the coolest thing of the match. It took them far too long to put I'm not three saying, tables. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think they didn't really work out the logistics until halfway through how they were going to get Discord on top of the three tables. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. great. So they put Disco on it. Uh, Rocco Rock does an elbow drop off the sort of scaffolding for a table. Which is actually it, it, it wasn't really an elbow drop. It's more like an elbow fall. It was like it just oh, fell off. Yeah. <laughs> elbow yeah. fall. So he's gone through three tables. And I know what you're all thinking. He's at the end of the match. But they throw him in the ring. And then Tokyo Magnum comes back out. <laughs> Tries to break up the pin and end up just elbow dropping. <laughs> I found that a bit hilarious. It was a bit where um, I can't remember one of the commentators went, he's not been much use, has he? And then the other went, nope. <laughs> like... yeah, it was Mike Tanay to Bobby the Brain, wasn't it? Yeah, I just found that a bit hilarious because he did the all signing. So Shivani's felt so fed up in this match already. There's one point where this thing's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Public enemy end up winning. It was 15 minutes of shite. It was, it was at the moment, right? Bit of a spoiler there, yeah. But you know, you've had 22 years. At this point, watching it, it was the worst match I've ever seen. At yeah? this point, Is that fair? Yeah, because yeah. I don't think it was bad as in. I mean, it wasn't was good, was it? But it's just because it went on so long. Why not it just was... do the street fight? Yeah, but then also I have an issue with them doing a street fight. Because oh. the next match was Street yeah. Fighter. Just... Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I do like the array of weapons to get out of there because they're a bit different, aren't they? A toilet seat, actual yeah. kitchen sink. I, you know, throwing a kitchen sink at people, I actually did. I know it's cookie sheet, but all, did you think all the weapon shots look really weak? Yeah, yeah. All it looked like they were just sitting in with like Baker foil. It, fit, it felt like to me that none of them could be asked. And I got that impression for the full show. Nobody wanted to be there. Couldn't be asked. Yeah. And that, that's what it is. First, yeah. first match, they couldn't be asked. This yeah. match. And also, I think what made this one worse as well, and I said at the beginning, the crowd died in this match. Yeah. They might have been like a, a little bit up for the first match. But by this point, they were like, no, we just want in Toby Keith or every, Travis, whatever it was at the end. Like, I, I want to go very own Travis T. We want Jill, Anna. We don't <laughs> want this. Like, the, the crowd, did, the crowd did not care, like at all. They were, they were, and this is like the thing: it's like they were going at it, and it, we've had this issue with WCW hardcore matches as well. I think on previous matches, on previous shows, there was that hack. They, they go at it, and they're all yeah. like they're killing each other. Nobody cares. Hack I will say they popped to the, the big table spot at the end, but that was a hell of a table spot just to throw in your second match. Three tables? That's never done. Three tables. Yet you don't even think about it because it was just the rest of the match was crap. Yeah. Just, it, just goes through three tables. That should be a highlight reel moment. Yeah, and maybe well, do the pin, pin on the outside as well, just just finish it there. Yeah. As much as I did enjoy that Tokyo Magnum Park, it was hilarious. <laughs> He's gone two weeks later. He's gone. Tokyo Magnum. Uh, well, no, he got sacked. He's not used to him. He was trained by Ultimo Dragon, I believe. Oh. Tokyo Magnum. He was called Magnum Tokyo everywhere else. I guess that's 
Too similar to Magnum TA. Yeah. It was wrestling quite recently. They retired in 2000, oh, 2007. But oh. they returned to wrestling in 2009. But then he's um, stayed away since. How old do we think he is then? Go on. Tokyo Magnum. Mm. 50, 50, 52. 45. 47. Yeah. Win it. It's weird, isn't it? How some people just go off the face of the earth. Like, off, they're just done with wrestling and they're like, yeah. oh, and some people just hang on and hang on and hang on. It was it was it was weird how many people are on this show, and are kind of also now still wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's at least three people, which is very strange. So Peters, uh, what did you think of this impromptu street fight? Crap. Crap. <laughs> That's the reason. Do you think Tay Peters is going to give this one six point five? I I know what I'm giving this. Point six five. <laughs> Minus six point five. <laughs> is that is that your summary, JP? Is crap. Um, other than the table spot was all right. Yeah, it's just too long. Should have been too long, wasn't it? But it was far too long. The second oh, longest it. match on the card. Yeah. That nobody should ever see a public enemy in the second longest match of the card. Meltzer gave this a minus a star. That was probably too generous. Christ. Right. Let's see. Should we move on? Yeah, please. So we've got then we've got um. A little interview with Kevin with the books and I wrote it down later on. Lee Marshall, he's back. And he's doing an interview with Dean Malenko, and Dean Malenko's gonna be the special guest ref in the cruiserweight title match later on between Psychosis and Chris Jericho. This was weird, wasn't it? Right. Were they on were they on the internet? Did I miss that? Were they on their phone line? Yeah, I don't know if it was this one, it might be one later on when he left it halfway through. Yeah. It was um, the one later on. I've got a, I've got an issue. With um, the internet segments. Go on. The website was wcwwrestling.com. World Championship Wrestling Wrestling. Yeah, what's the you know what, what you don't need the wrestling. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like Pat testing, isn't it? Ah, ridiculous. Is wcw.com gone though? Possibly. I imagine somebody. I don't know how savvy people are on the internet then, but do you think somebody? Because obviously people know about these before, but do you think some. Like Ned has got WCW.com and he's asking for extortion amount of money to get it back. Probably, but it just it just annoyed me. I don't know why it annoyed me. Also, have you seen it recently? Someone bought right to center.com and redirected it to AEW's website. Uh, I did see some of them oh, yes. about that this week, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's because when the, the oh, rest right. of like, the they all used to have their own individual websites. Yeah, websites, yeah. So, you yeah, know, now it comes up your Twitter one. But, yeah, but now, in 2020, yeah. who's going? Oh, oh, just. Browse the internet today. Well, and wonder what news happening at rightcensor.com. To be fair, if you go on the, the space, if yeah. you go on the Space Jam website, it's the original website from like when the film was brought out. Excellent. True, true story. Have a look on that after this. I feel like the, sometimes I just don't understand the internet. <laughs> as a re, as an internet man yourself. Yeah, as an internet personality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Christ. Right, let's move on then. So we've got a triple threat match. And like Lou said, this is a, well, it, it's technically a street fight, I guess, but it's under Raven's rules. So we've got Raven against Saturn against Canyon. Interestingly, you didn't call him Perry Saturn or Chris Canyon. Yeah. Which so is this, this whole disappearing names has been going on for a while. Yeah. Also, shout out to Raven's music. That's great. The, the yeah. flop music. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure if he, was it his WWF music? Or it, it sounded like it. You see, they all have a W, didn't they? Like, Jericho's got to have a W later on. Mm. So, I don't know. But, yeah, I, just, I, just, I thought it was really good. 
Yeah. It's kind of actual raving it, like really. It's like yeah, Dark Brody. All of a sudden you go, it's yeah, true. that's definitely the WWE one. Yeah. So we've got Raven's rules. So Raven's rules is basically it's a street fight, but um, the pin fall has to happen within the stage of city limits. Which was nice. Yeah, nice. Too. But then I thought there was going to fight around the festival, which didn't happen. Yeah, they could have had a spot, couldn't they, when he went out the city limits? And they're yeah. like, no, nope, get back in. Like, and pin, and the rest just like, no. He's, he's got to throw him back at the Sturgis. <laughs> but Raven, you'll notice, comes out with Lodi, and he's got signs. <laughs> Should have proofread his signs, shouldn't he? <laughs> One of them says, oh, what is it? People, I think it's like, people are stupid, or bikers are stupid, and they're fat. And their fat was, because he did T-H-E-I-R <laughs> instead of they are. So, the internet, all over that. Yeah. Internet, the grammar police. I wrote down, my first note here was, after I laughed at his sign, was, Canyon and Raven may be on the same side. <laughs> Because there was, is that the feeling you got from the... <laughs> No one knew. I thought that was the story you were trying to tell on him. <laughs> yeah. But do you know what I missed on this? I'll bring it up now, um, especially later on as well. There was no video packages for like what's happening. Like there normally is a few minutes or a minute or whatever yeah. of of why this match is happening or feuds carrying on. There was literally nothing. No, unless you had Michael Buffett in the introductions, you had no idea what was going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, in, no, I found it a bit strange. Even in the main event, I was expecting him to see him on the Today Show, and you know, yeah, how it happened or whatever. Was it Tonight Show, not Today Tonight Show? Tonight Show, yeah, yeah. Today what? Show is presented by John Cena, isn't it? Was it really? Oh, sometimes, yeah, I think. Hmm. But I was expecting to see if that was WWE, you would have seen everything that happened. You'd have seen Jay Leno looking down the camera, calling them out. You'd have seen yeah. the Bischoff initially going on. Has this was, always been a thing on WCW? I can't remember now. I don't know. But they, they used to have well, to... Well, we'll have to do more of the recent to find out, won't we? They used to have to slam me, yeah. <laughs> but they mean Matt Callis only getting an 8.1. Shocking. And that was it. <laughs> and the slam of the week in WE. Yeah, that was three months ago. <laughs> and wasn't even a slam. <laughs> they still do the slam of the week, don't they? <laughs> Is it of the week? Is it a slam of that week? Because the yeah, level like, week was not... It was three months ago, week, wasn't it? Think, yeah. I mean, again, they seemed like another one where none of them put any effort in whatsoever. There was a cool spot where uh, Saturn and Canyon did the total elimination on Raven, but obviously the crowd out um, wrestling fans, so they didn't really know that was what was happening. The fight, they don't go out the ring, so they are fighting on the ramp. There's a bit I loved on the ramp. There's, Canyon does a pile driver, and then Raven does a move on him, can't what move it was, and then Canyon rolls all the way down the ramp. <laughs> it's almost like a piss take, that, isn't it? Which I did enjoy. <laughs> And then I brought it here. There's a triple sleeper hold just to slow it all down. Christ. <laughs> it's, it's like everyone's really wrestling in treacle, isn't it? Yeah, well, it might be warm. Probably would have been yeah. really warm. Um, the, today, like doing this podcast, I don't know. I can't imagine wrestling. There's a, there's a ref botch in this because he, he misses a completely blatant pin. It just... And then the commentary team are like... So oh, yeah. Was this, this was Mickey Henson, wasn't it? Or Mickey J, as he was known? Yeah, yeah, there was only not, two. Not there friend was, of the show, Randy Anderson. There was Randy Anderson and Jay, wasn't there? And that was it. There was only two refs in there. So yeah. one of them was getting pinned, and then I think, I think Raven was getting pinned, and Saturn's on top of him, and then Canyon knocks Saturn off and carries him pinning Raven, but the ref just stands up yeah. and walks off. This is Shivani goes, oh, Padre's going to be pinned there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Shivani has said that. Referee's not counting. 
Oh, God. Uh, was... Shivani was so funny. I, sh- I found Shivani entertaining this because he just hated it. You could just tell he was just hating his life at this point. If you listen to his podcast, you get the sense. Um, well, he always used to say, I knew WCW was going to finish. But he was still doing quite well at this point, wasn't it? Yeah. Like it, it, it was past the peak, I think, because the peak was like 97, wasn't it? But yeah. He wasn't in trouble at this point. Yeah, but he always used to say, I knew it was going to finish. And then I thought, oh, come on, Tony. Yeah. You, you, you know what I mean? You talk about an aftertimer. Shout, yeah. shout out to Steve Bones. Yeah. You see my man of Peter's blank faces there. Friend of the show, Steve Bones. Not a friend of the show. No one knows who he is. <laughs> what? He used to go after games 12 like 20 years ago. He's a popular BBC boxing commentator and he works on uh, Box Nation BT. Oh, no, there we go, Steve Bunce. <laughs> there it is. Steve <laughs> So, um, yeah, but anyway, I always thought you, you're a bit an aftertimer there, but no, he genuinely checked out. and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wasn't as pronounced as he was at Fashion the Beach the week. But it was just, this was the was breaking just, point. He was just done. He was just, you could just tell. Like in the first match, you're like, oh, what a mess. And then this one, he was just like, no, no, referee, not going to do anything. (laughs) I mean, it's an hard job because you must be watching it thinking, I know this is crap. This is awful. And you have to pretend that. Like Michael Cole, he's on bloody level 10 all the time, isn't he? Yeah, but sometimes (laughs) you can tell him he's really stretching to pretend this was awesome. But also, this is it. We mentioned him earlier in the pod, but why does Michael Cole call Shinsuke Nakamura shin? It's infuriating. It's the worst thing. He goes, what a move by Shin. Yeah, <laughs> what? That's it, yeah. I'm waiting for Dave and Nakamura to come out known as Shin. Come, here comes Shin. Who's right. mates, are they? Backstage, clearly. Oh, that, would, that is a sitcom I'm willing to watch. Like Michael Cole showing Shinsuke Nakamura around America. <laughs> you tell me you won't watch it. Surfing together and look for water towers. Whoops. Yeah. Great. Netflix, get on that. And yeah, let's get um, after that. Shivani, just checking out. We'll get to to the finish. So, Horace Boulder. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Oh my god. He, he, comes, he, he comes out. He comes out. Should we find out? We can't be two wrestlers called Horace. <laughs> it's Horace Boulder. And I'm pretty sure that Hulk Hogan's first name was Terry Boulder. Belair, isn't it? No, but his wrestling name was Terry Boulder. All right. Yeah, yeah, Michael Allen Belair. Yeah. Horace Hogan. Horace Boulder. Yeah. Anyhow, yeah, yeah, he's not in the match. Um, comes running out of a stop sign. Hits Lodi. Then Saturn hits a Death Valley driver and went on Raven and wins. 12 minutes. <laughs> Low. Mm-hmm. Discuss. <laughs> Raven's music was good. Yeah. I was um, looking forward to this. When they said it was a Raven's... I, I was reading the results and they said it was a Raven's rules match. Because I like Raven. I like Saturn. Everyone says Canyon was really good at working. And yeah. from what I've seen of him, I did enjoy him. But again, they, none of them just give a shit. Raven didn't give a shit all the way through with this. No, and I think Raven's character was meant to just not care, wasn't he? But it, it didn't really... I think I, with... I'd be surprised. I'm with Bischoff. You know, Bischoff always says in his podcast that he didn't really get Raven. Yeah. I think I'm the same, to be honest. Like, his most memorable thing was that, like, two-minute spot on Lou Peru. Is that where he's talking to him about Saturn? Where, where Lou yeah. Peru's like, I'm Louis. Uh, how do you do? Like, you don't know who I am. You're doing a wrestling podcast. You're doing a wrestling show. You don't know who I am. And Lou Peru's like, who are you? <laughs> That's great stuff. 
Louis Theroux. Yeah. Best bit on he's talking to Macho Man. Macho Man could d- d- just not want to speak to him whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Uh we should do um we should do a bonus episode on Yeah. We'll uh, do weird, that. Week- weird weekends one time, this is great. In the future. Weird weekends Louis through wrestling. Twenty uh, twenty five star views and we'll do weird weekends Louis through wrestling. Promise. Everyone loves Louis through, everyone loves wrestling. So um, is that all you got to say then? You let you enjoyed Ruben's music. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Say so Peters. Crap. <laughs> is it getting I, is it getting better? I did like there was a triple leg sweep on Raven that that sort of happened by Canyon. Thought that was quite cool, and that was about it. Oh, there was. I will just say there was a bit. And there's a superplex as well. Yeah, the superplex, the triple superplex. Yeah. Oh, it was a bit contrived getting to it. I thought. Yeah, yeah getting to it. I, I am pretty good. I am brought. It was more. It was more contrived because the commentator was like, "Why is he doing that?" Yeah. When I can't remember who it was, he, he was really on, on the bottom, wasn't it? But yeah, the, the yeah. other one was like, "Oh, I thought he should have just suplexed him onto Raven, but instead he's climbed up the ladder. He climbed up the tentacle." And he was just like, well, he was just basically saying that he should have done that, and it was illogical, and the only reason he did it was to set up that spot. Yeah, well... But again, so... the, the, the commentators at WCW don't... I know, like, in WWE, it's like, oh, they're too overproduced. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it seems like they need to be, because it just seems like all the time in <laughs> WCW, they're just shitting out of the show to watch. Right? Yeah. But they're my issue... Point out every logic gap possible, like, oh, no, that was wrong, what did do that for? That wasn't my issue with the Superplex. It's a well-known fact that I dislike the superplex, where the bottom man gets injured after the superplex. So on this three-man superplex, Raven has done like a powerbomb, or whatever it is, on the bottom. And he's the one who got pinned after the superplex. He shouldn't be hurt at all. <laughs> the guy yeah, but he takes his strength out, isn't The guy on the top. He's lifted, Raven. <laughs> he's lifted two blocks. I'm not having it. He's at his back. It takes, it takes all his strength. That's, that's, that's oh, nice the thing, right? But, so the guy on the top is in a better position than Raven, right? Well, he could um, land, can't he? He's got time to... No, because he's, when, he, when he's going down, he's in the air for that long. He's got time to think of what he's going to do next. So he's like... Well, every rest Halfway is... through, he's like, right, you know what? I'm going to pin Raven. Every rest... Raven doesn't have time to think because he's doing all the hard work. They're all over six foot, aren't they? So let's say he's at least twelve foot in the air, being slammed to the ground, and what? And he and he can pin the guy who's just gone like this and done the power bomb. I'm not having it. Yeah, it took all it took all his strength, hadn't it? It took out of him. No, because the middle guy's doing some stuff. Yeah, but you still got to lift two blocks, aren't you? Uh, no, no, you've you've got to push one guy, and up he takes over with you. No, he should not have been pinned. <laughs> Right, I'll tell you what, like, next time, you know, when, when lockdown's over, we can all be in the same room. Yeah, we will. You lift me and Terry Peters at the same time. I'll, I'll, I'll do the power bomb spot. Terry Peters can go yeah. on top. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> you up for that, Terry? Yeah, I'll do it. I will say that one time you did drunkenly squat, squat Terry Peters to prove that you could. You could. Yeah, five, I did, actually. Five times. Yeah. Five I did it, though. There you go. Yeah. Just use, use them as words. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, next match. Ted Peters got somewhere to go. He wants this wrapped up for like half an hour. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, can I hit the show? Every week with WCW, Ted Peters gets really upset. Oh, it's just a sh- shite show, though, isn't it? It's just crap. What about the next match, then, Peters? So we've got Psychosis. Uh, it's somewhat of an improvement. Uh, the winner, as it's explained by com- um, commentary, the winner gets a shot of the Cruiserweight title at some point. 
But how, <laughs> how how many times did they mention that as well? A lot. So, they got off sticks. Yeah. So Mysterio had been out for six months. Um, I believe they said Chris Jericho was responsible for him, but he had knee surgery. I mean, you said the crowd couldn't care in any of us, though. The crowd could not give a shit in this one. This no. was... Again, yeah, they, they did not easy care. Easy cost, well, right? This, 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 this annoyed me as well. If you're going to a casual audience, why did Rey Mysterio and Psychosis for the first time decide to have a technical match? I was going to say, this is so slow. Nobody... Do, you flip, do you flippy dippy shit? Yeah. There was a really nice bit. The, ni- the nicest bit was um, like Mysterio did like a springboard sent on to like the outside. Yeah. Yeah, and he slid off and stood up. Which is great. Is that yeah. Yeah, you, 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 that was the spot I was talking about. <laughs> I forgot about that. Well, you used the stage, yeah. Oh, no, he, no, he was in the, he went off this, no, so he was inside the ring and he went over the top. Oh, it must be a different one. He landed on the stage part and then just climbed, kind of slid off and just stood up and casually walked off. Oh, no, I want that one. Yeah. Oh, go on, explain your spot. <laughs> that was it, that was it. Oh, he just did something to the outside, slid off and just casually walked off and I thought it was great. Um, yeah, but they went 13 minutes, but again, nothing happened. No, I thought this match no. was really fine. When I saw that it was very mysterious and psychosis. And it, but yeah, it's just, if you're doing it to a casual audience, do the high spots. Because it would be it... something different. Like the, the, the problem with the last two matches, and the problem with the match, the triple threat match in particular, was that it did all, did seem like everything that happened in the, in the match before, because they did two hardcore matches in a row, which is stupid. Yeah. This match could have been something different. You could have been jumping all over the place. But yeah, this is athletic. Because then when Well the Spark came out on TV, like, is it two years ago now? Well, the spot came back. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And everyone at work who'd like never really seen wrestling before, they weren't impressed by like, oh, that guy, he did like three wrist locks on the road. It was really impressive. Technical masterclass, six stars. Yeah. They loved like Will Will Ospreay because he was down all over the place. So they loved the big ladder spots and stuff. Yeah. That's what draws in the casual fans. Yeah. Not this like, it's like, oh yeah, like, did you really see that that, that psychology? Like, that's why no one cares about his active junior matches, really. Mm, um, um, I have been at Zach Sabre Jr. match and was oh, not my school. We all have. The most entertaining thing was Peter's drinking wine. Was that the match Peter's was shouting we the people throw? It was, yeah. It's great. So for a little, this is a little uh, from the side back. T- Tales from the Indies. <laughs> <laughs> we all went to uh, the WCPW World Cup Finals show. Ah, it's a great show. Really, really it, was. It was good. There was, well, five of us? There's yep. us three. There's us three. Uh, we got a shout out earlier. He's not getting to. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, somebody else who you can regularly see. I don't know if he listens, so you can, he's not getting one either. So let's compare. Yeah. yeah. But you, you regularly see on uh, Terry Peter's streams on a Friday night on Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash Bell Nation. And basically, we all went to Newcastle to have a, a few beers. Terry Peters decides you buy a bottle of wine. Great times. Pints of wine. Had about two sips. That was so funny. So yeah, because that was great. So they won't give him the bottle because they didn't trust him. Obviously. So he had three pints so of wine. So three pint glasses full of wine. <laughs> <laughs> but then he was, she poured it into about five. She poured it into five originally, didn't she? Yeah, because I think she, I think she thought it was all he the bought bit. a bottle of wine for all of us. Not that he bought an entire bottle of wine for himself. So then on the table, she looked in absolute horror to say Peter's is then pouring them into two glasses. <laughs> Um, so he had about two sips of the wine. Actually, no, I know we said we give a shout out earlier, but I want to give a shout out to Adam and his belt buckle. Um, yes. <laughs> one of the greatest, f- funniest moments of my life. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, as a, you know, all the balls need to be open because you can't have the lids. Classic sports are in really in the UK. 
So the woman's there opening me all the beer bottles. Um, Adam just goes, nope, not for me, thanks. And then proceeds to open it on his crutch. <laughs> <laughs> it was chaos. It was absolutely chaos. So anyhow, so two drinks in, or two sips in, Tay Peters decides he doesn't like this rosé wine. <laughs> but he spent about 20 quid on this rosé. Is it 15, 20 quid? Probably about 12, 15 quid. <laughs> it was the same amount as four bottles of beer. Yes, it was. Because I bought, I think I went up twice because we went to go two each at some point. I mean, and it was the same amount that you spent, apart from Tay Peters. So he decided he didn't like it. So we came up with a game where uh, the Tay Peters were drinking. You didn't want to waste his money. He's notoriously cheap, anyhow, Tay Peters. He didn't want to waste his money. He wanted to drink it, have a good time. Um, so every time there was a count by the ref, so that's a two count or a three count, or I think the first match there was a ten count. One is there, there was a last, there was a last one standing match that came on later on. <laughs> yeah. So, so if it's so, really hard. So say the ref gets the two count, Ted Peters had to have two sips. And then I'm sure Angelico got counted out with the for ten. Yeah. So Ted Peters then have to take ten sips. So as you can imagine, Ted Peters is absolutely battered. <laughs> <laughs> and Jack Swagger or Jake Hager, he must have been called, wasn't he? No, he was Jack Swagger. No. Oh, was he Jack Swagger? Oh, yeah. I think he was technically formerly known as Jack Swagger, yeah. But... He'd been in a match, and obviously, he does we the people. So I know what you're thinking. Was he against Zack Sabre Jr.? Is that why Tay Peters stood up and did we the people? <laughs> no, he was not. Zack Sabre Jr. was like two matches left. <laughs> Tay Peters was absolutely battered, so we dared him to sit here. Stand up and shout, We the people. And it was like Saber Jubia. Everyone was. Was it Kashida? No, Kashida was in the. No, he was in the final. final. Oh, I must have been Will Ospreay then, was it? No, No, Will Ospreay got knocked out by Kashida. No, that was the final Kashida. I think that knocked out by Joseph Collins, no? No, the final was Will Ospreay. Oh, it's fine. Should we see if I can get it? It must have been Will Ospreay. I think it was Will Ospreay. It must have been. WC. uh, It's not even WCW, is it? WC. CPW. Unless it was Kashida. No, it was because of Kashida. Uh, it's come up with Windy City Pro Wrestling. Yeah, that's not, that's not once. Hey, Will Ospreay was in the finals. We were all convinced that Will Ospreay was going to win it. It was. Yeah. But anyhow, so Zach Tabajubi is against somebody. Um, <laughs> Tim Peace just stands and shouts, We the people. <laughs> and it is, he's in a rest hold, so it is dead quiet. <laughs> 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 Nobody's saying anything. <laughs> The amount of looks that we got. <laughs> yeah. And then to top the night off, we went to a rock bar. So Peter's fell asleep. <laughs> but he got through his wine, didn't waste his money, and that's he the important. He drank his wine. So if you're, if you're at a wrestling show, I highly recommend it. Get someone to buy a bottle of wine and have them be the only person doing the drinking game. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, Tepi, is there anything to, anything to save yourself after that? Anything no. to defend? No. Chavo and Stevie Ray. Let's <laughs> <laughs> move on. We even got to the winner beside Ghost's room. Oh my god. So, um, <laughs> have you got somewhere to be, Peters? No, I'm just bored of this match. Just like watching it, it was crap. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Peters? Peters, pressing around the side. Are you alright? Yeah, I'm fine. I just, <laughs> Peters, just no, this Peters. match is shite, isn't it? Peters, Guinness, what's going on? I need piss as well. So, <laughs> yeah. right, so um, Mysterio does in fact win after a West Coast pop, which was incredibly botched. Nearly broke Psychosis' neck. 
13 minutes. Well, oh, yeah, that was brutal, wasn't it, that finish? It was terrible. Uh, Lou, if you could um, just give us like maybe a 10-minute summary of the match. <laughs> For sure. No, it was just, as I said earlier, it was just disappointing. It was, I thought, you've got two uh, luchy luchadors in there. Get them to all the high spots. Get the crowd to look, oh, this is impressive stuff, because they're all waiting for Toby Keith. Um, and it'll be a great... No, Travis, 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 Travis T. Travis T, yeah. That's what I said. Exactly. They're all waiting for Johnny Cash. Um, and it's just, it's just they're waiting the, for Dolly Parton. <laughs> Dolly Parton. Fucking answer that. Um, and I want to make to make a living for these two, because they just didn't really do uh, what I do. Um, but... You just give a shit. Again, again... Remember, Stu had been out for six months, so you would maybe understand if he was a bit off it. No, but... you, got, you got to train, aren't you? You got to, you, you, you be... it, it was just a, they did the wrong type of match when they're like, oh, like us, trying all this technical shit. Yeah. Nobody, want, nobody wants that. He literally does. Start yeah, luching. He flips and that, though, yeah. Mad pins and stuff. Get your luch on. Yeah. Hey, not good. That's the fourth match. As Callisto, Callisto says, do lucha things. Lucha house party rules. Yeah. Do, yeah lucha, do nice lucha things. I've met a friend of the show, Callisto, a pestle friend. Is he? Yeah, I've met him. you met Callista, have you? Yeah. You, when did you meet Callista? It was um, meeting Epico or Primo. And or Primo, yeah. Well, that's it. <laughs> do no, one, and and or, was it? Because there's only one of them. Doing a shield pose with him. Yeah, he was, doing, he was, doing, he was like in... I looked so everyone looked around. So why is that weird guy doing some sort of weird hand gesture with a big old primo in the cage? He did it first. I just followed. <laughs> We've been through this. <laughs> Same. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get out to see what I was doing. But no, it was um. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Right. We'll move. While you're looking at that, we'll move on to the next match. We've got Chavo Guerrero against Stevie Ray for the WCW TV title. And I know what you're thinking, because you're all kept up to date with WCW. None of them are the TV champion. You're right, Booker T is the champion, but he's injured. So Stevie Ray sort of says, I'll defend it for you. And Chavo thinks he's the champion. And it, it, there's, there's a lot in it to unpack in this. So this is only this is Stevie Ray's only championship, singles championship in WCW, which I just, it, it's a shame, isn't it? He didn't even win it. Because they give it to him because he was injured. Um, Chavo Guerrero thinks he's champion because he's gone crazy. So Eddie Guerrero doing like real bad treatment to him, and it sent Chavo crazy. So now he's, he has a horse called Pepe, and he types up a contract himself saying he's champion and stamps it. Are we, are we all following along? <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, so that's why this match is on. Chavo thinks he's champ. I mean, it went to yeah, him. Yeah, he, he, he put his fist right out, right? So I used to the same. There you go. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. It made sense. It made sense. It's weird. Yeah, I'm with it. It's fine. But anyhow, back to the match. It went two minutes. Chavo runs away from most of it. Uh, Stevie Ray hits a slapjack, which is pretty much a pedigree. Wins the match. Then carries on attacking him. Eddie comes in, makes a save, but Chavo wants nothing of it. So mullet, mullet, mullet watch with Eddie. Yeah, well, it's been a while, but one thing that's guaranteed that we see the view is there will be at least one mullet. Mm-hmm. We've got it. There's a mullet later on as well, isn't it? Yeah. Sweet mullet, yeah. Sweet mullet later on. What did you we think, Jay Peters? Crap. <laughs> <laughs> it got this uh, got minus one from the melts. What would you give it? Minus four. 
Out of what? Out of what? <laughs> out of what minus anything? Pick a number. <laughs> Pick a number and add four to that lowest number, and you've got that minus score. Oh, oh man, please, what's going on? Oh, it's just crap. I hate this pay per view so much. This is one of <laughs> this is literally like one of the worst things I've ever watched. Like genuinely, like, I I enjoy wrestling. I know there's bad and good, but my word, this is just this is the pits. This is the absolute pits of wrestling. <laughs> This entire well, well, hang on a minute. We watched the entirety of TNA's fair show. I'd rather watch that again. This I, is the genuinely, genuinely, no, genuinely, I would rather watch that again. So, Terry Peters is the important question. Because at least TNA was funny. Peters, Peters, right. Would you rather watch this show again or the same amount of time with Jeff Jarrett highlights? I'd rather watch Jeff Jarrett highlights. At uh, least, at least you're going to get well, This is blasphemous. At we'll least you're going to we'll get some sort of title match in there. blasphemous, this. This is, this is same, same question to you, Will. Do you understand what you're saying? I've I watched this a thousand times. Oh, Jeff oh, in fact, there was probably, this is probably why it isn't the worst show we ever watched, right. because Jeff Jarrett's not on it. Hang on. The deciding, ca- the deciding vote, Ross, what would you rather do? <sighs> it's tough. No, it's Jeff, not tough. It is tough. It's awful. not tough at all. You're right. Jeff Jarrett's a critic, but this, this show this does have one. This does have one of the, my least favorite wrestlers of all time on it later on. Who raises my but not to the level of Jeff Jarrett. Just oh, I know you're on about. It's not well. a Jeff Jarrett. I I'll probably love. In in the, I'm gonna um, side on the side of the two Peters and say that blasphemous, blasphemous. Did, 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 did you hate yourselves? Yeah, <laughs> and we know what good wrestling is, and this isn't it. Oh, Good spots in entertainment. <laughs> no, it wasn't, it wasn't even entertaining. It was nothing. It was nothing. It was crap. <laughs> it was there. there was a lot of bikers. It was weird. Blue Ace. It's still shoot. not as bad as the next match. It was different. Defend this shit. I assume this was your favourite match of the card because Tim Peter said it was minus four. So. <laughs> I thought it was. I would give it a 6.5. <laughs> it was in the Tokyo though. <laughs> no, I thought the one thing I would say about this is that. If Chava was in a normal, in front of a normal lesson crowd, his promo might have gone down a bit better. Yeah. But I think the crowd would just like it. Well, I think in front of any crowd, this would have been better. And it, this entire yeah. pay-per-view, but no one was into it, which makes it boring to watch, which then mm-hmm. feeds back to us as viewers. And you just think, this is crap. Well, you know, even more the, the wrestling doesn't help, but... It's even more hilarious that they were not listening for this crowd. They're all just waiting for Toby Keith, anyway. So well, no, yeah, the... WCW don't receive any money in ticket sales whatsoever. <laughs> no. So, but it makes it look different, doesn't it? Yeah. I can't wait for SummerSlam this year because apparently it's on a beach. Yeah, I heard that. And it's just going to look better, isn't it? It's so just going to look crowd. different. Are they going to have crowds? Yeah, they could have. If it's in Atlantic City, they could have they could have a crowd up to 500 people there apparently. That'd be interesting to see that. Which would like you'd have to double the the current tourism rate in Atlantic City to get married <laughs> to people. Hey, we uh, went and had a good time. <laughs> I had a great time. I loved it. I brought a machine. It's a whole. Yeah, another tales from Indies. I think, we, I think yeah. we mentioned this the other week, didn't we? We mentioned it. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah we, we did. did. There you yeah. go. Atlantic City. But Atlantic yeah, got... City is it's basically, and I mean this with all due respect to listeners in Atlantic City, are, are it's basically America's Blackpool. I would say it's more America's Skegness. Ooh, yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. I've never been to Skegness. Yeah. It's there. I've, I've never been. Never planned to go. We should go. No, Skegness. That's what we do. We're in the we'll, personalities. We'll, 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 we'll vlog it, yeah. We'll put it in our story. 
We'll play mini golf and we'll let the Basically, what's gonna what's gonna happen is we're gonna end up in a travel lodge, play some mini golf and watch the network in our rooms and just go and me just go uh, uh, is there, is there a travel lodge in Skegness? We'll find out. We'll find out. We'll book it, aren't we? Well are we not going to Butlands? Home of British wrestling. Oh my god. Uh, oh, yes, yeah. that's on Minehead, isn't it? No, oh. there's buttons all over the place. No, but like the one where they have the wrestling's Minehead, isn't it? No, I don't think so. Do you not have it all? Do you not travel round? Oh, I thought it was just a Minehead. Oh, there, no, well, there's a Skegness Seafront no, Apprentice of Premier Inn. No, I don't want to travel there. Oh, Premier Inn would be alright. Oh, they've only got um, Kings Lynn, you got to go to. Alright, we're not going to Kings Lynn. Yeah. Anyway, Spalding, Sleaford. So, what did we make of uh, Stevie Ray's Slapjack? Impressive. I thought it was quite a cool finish. Pedigree, wasn't it? It's a pedigree where you just lift them up to eye on it. Yeah. Yeah, but in, in the context of this match on this pay-per-view, you think, yeah, it's all right. And what do you make of his promo afterwards? So he's going to slapjack everyone. So I think he joins the NWO shortly after this, doesn't he? How long is his entrance as well? Yeah. Also, we've said this before about Harlem's here. Attire. What is that? Mm. What is this pay-per-view? <laughs> <laughs> It's wrestling around episode 20, Peter, so show some enthusiasm. It's a big one. I've just realised what's next as well. <laughs> what, Lee Marshall talking to Chris Jericho? I meant after that. Okay, the next match. <laughs> so we've got Lee Marshall interviewing Chris Jericho, and um, yeah, this is one where they just got off halfway through. To show <laughs> I didn't recognise it was Jericho at first. It's, again, it's not good. Um, it's a recurring theme here. Yeah. So we'll move on to the next bit where we think we're going to get Rick Steiner against Scott Steiner at last. So yeah, I thought that was weird. Barking like he does. Uh, he's interrupted by JJ Dillon. And then Buff Bagwell comes out wearing a neck brace. He brings out Scott Steiner wearing an oxygen mask and a, a drip. <laughs> on, on yeah. He's got a concussion. <laughs> I don't think that's the medically approved. Uh, <laughs> no, also, it was hilarious that when he zoomed in, I was kind of and he was clearly just keeping his eyes up and he was, he was meant to like he was kind of cursed. But, I, yeah. absolutely, I absolutely love everything Scott Steiner does. <laughs> this, this was great. So he can't compete, so JJ Dillon uh, makes a match for Brawl, which is a month later. Uh, the crowd is booing, <laughs> showing bullshit. The crowd are not happy. And then Jerry Dillon drops a bombshot. Scott Steiner has to wrestle or his band for life from wrestling. <laughs> Steiner at this point then just gets up off the stretcher and runs off. <laughs> <laughs> and Rick chases him. So what, that was the what, thing. Was, what really amused me about this is when Scott Steiner is obviously trying to speak and you're just hearing whispering. <laughs> it's like a comedic side to WCW that we've never seen. I love Scott Steiner. I love Paul Fagwell. So I thought this, I, I thought this was probably the best seg- segment. Of the I thought it was yeah. hilarious. But also at the same time, I was being furious if they had actually announced it. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Because it seemed like the crowd actually wanted to see it. Rick yeah. Steiner was quite over, wasn't he? I mean, to be fair, it's, 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 it's the only thing you'd want to yeah. see as well, isn't it? Dogface Gremlin, though, fit right in with the, um, that crowd. Well, I think they'd been waiting a while, hadn't they? Like six months for this. Yeah. Did it happen at Fall Brawl? I don't I Fall Brawl 98, did it happen? So what was it? They were pushing Fall Brawl heavily, weren't they? Yeah. I can't I can't wait till we get to Fall Brawl. Uh, It it did happen at Fall Brawl, yeah. There we go. And there was no Goldberg on that card, which was weird, but we'll get to that. 
Oh, we'll get to bloody Goldberg later on. Oh, do we have to do this? Oh, but he fought to an hour contest, so... Yeah. I guess it continues. Well, do you not want to do Fall Brawl 98, Piers? Not when I've just seen some of the matches. Okay. Oh, we, could do a different, we could do a different Fall Brawl, but it's nice to have a War Games, isn't it? It's nice yeah. to have one uh, WCW yeah, show. To be fair, I suppose it is War Games. War Games. Hey, the oh, fans love WCW. Sorry. War Games! War Games! I'll let you off. Yeah, like, we, it's nice to do at least one WCW games. one. Yeah. That would have been the dream, wouldn't it? It would, yeah. You're you you mangering War Games. Please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's nice to have one WCW one, I think. But the fans love it. The fans Absolutely. love our pain. Yeah. So, yeah. you bloody yeah. bunch of sadists. Oh my god, <laughs> speaking of pain. Speaking of pain, let's move on to the next match. So, our next match is an absolute all-time classic. Absolute wrestling clinic. If you've got a friend who's maybe unsure about whether they want to watch wrestling um, and you want to show them something that you think, yeah, this is this is the show for you, then show them Brian Adams against Steve Mongo and Michael. Classic. It's just so technically brilliant. Ted Peters, would you agree? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've got... Oh, think, give, it, give, us, give us one word. Shite. Oh. <laughs> well, it's a shocker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Brian Adams is in the uh, NWO. Yeah, the first NWO, it was like a giant show. It was the first NWO involvement, wasn't it? Yeah, there wasn't, there wasn't much of it before this, was um, it? He's come out with Big Vincent, who was uh, Virgil, for those interested, from WWF. Steve Mongo McMichael keeps doing horseman gestures. I guess he wants to get the horseman back together at this point. Yeah, he's been in it, and I think he's got... I don't know where uh, Flair was. There's a lack of Flair on this show, aren't there, for WCW? It's not only got boot. Was it? Yeah, no, yeah. he had a big fight out of Bischoff on today. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was then. Yeah. 98, maybe. Yeah, maybe 98, Bischoff thought, well, I've got other stars, I don't need you, Flair. I've got Hall, Nash, Hogan, yeah. uh, Goldberg's yeah. thing. Yeah, this match went six minutes. Uh, I don't really know what to say about it. Basically, it's full of botches, don't watch it, it's crap. No, but I, I'd say it's full of botches, do watch it. It's In crap. fact, yeah, do watch it. Don't <laughs> laugh at Dick Shaw McMichael, whatever he's called. This genuinely made... Regal Goldberg looked like Omega Okada. Yeah, this was <laughs> terrible. I mean, there's a point in this, right? So this, it's not even like, I think like a minute in, Brian Adams goes for a coastline. It's just real weird because he misses it. See, but Michael Lynch has to do a shoulder block. A shoulder block. He was a football player. And he messes that up. And then he does genuinely. The worst DDT I have ever seen. Horrendous. Then there's some like crappy chair shots. Oh, there's, no, there's also a weird ref bump from like I guess like a PowerPoint attempt. Not PowerPoint. 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 <laughs> PowerPoint. <laughs> Doing presentations. <isn't> <laughs> Do you know what? Because this is such a clinic. Do you like on the show? I'm gonna take it to Wrestling 101 because this is this is what to do if you're in a wrestling match. <laughs> It's like a powerbomb attempt. Let's see, now I've said powerbomb, that doesn't sound like a real word. <laughs> no, I think it's PowerPoint, you're right. Yeah, like... you're right with PowerPoint. He's like, sort of picks him up, and then the ref sort of hits his legs, goes down, some terrible chair shots, and then Mongo wins after a tombstone, and if there's one move I would not let <laughs> Steve Mongo and Michael do on me, is anything where my head might get spiked into the ground. Christ. 
Mine would be anything to do with wrestling. <laughs> so six <laughs> minutes. I think it's pretty clear what Mr. Fish thinks of this, Lou. Um, why was this your favourite match on the card? Because Mongo, at this point, was the most over person on the card. <laughs> he actually got a crowd reaction. The people do, love Mongo. Do you know what Meltzer gave this? Minus 85. Minus two. Yeah, if he was in the Tokyo Dome. If he was in the right. Tokyo Dome, it would be minus 80. Definitely yeah. a different story. Right. No, it, yeah, it wasn't very good. It was, I thought Mon- Mongo genuinely, I thought, was the most over person at this point. Since he had the crowd behind him quite easily. But also, the match was fucking shit. This... So you got to tie it up on you. So when I said earlier that um, the Public Enemy match was, at that point, the worst match I've ever seen. <laughs> It's because I watched this match an hour later. <laughs> an hour to get to this point. Yeah, as well. It is genuinely the worst match of all time. And right, I'm going to say it now because I'm just going to say it now because I'll get to it. So they've got six minutes plus the 60 or 15 minutes, nearly 16 minutes of the public enemy match, 22 minutes, and yet they put fucking Goldberg and Sting in the Battle Royal. Yeah. Yeah. A nine-man battle royal with the mm-hmm. Giants, with Hall, with Nash. Yet, they yeah. give six minutes to Brian Adams, who accompanied my bloody Vincent. Did you get a feeling that this wasn't really a... This felt like a B pay-per-view. Uh, like a, a B pay-per-view. A, 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 a B like pay-per-view. It's <laughs> <laughs> a Z pay-per-view, and even that's doing it. Genuine. It's good. It was more like... Sure, this one, it. I know it was a pay-per-view, but it felt more like, you know, when it used to be like Saturday Night's main event before WrestleMania. Yeah. It felt like they were just trying oh, to set up. Do, don't do Saturday Night's main event that much. <laughs> it's, uh, it's get off it. It's like Velocity. Try to try to make us. It was a big event, but it, it felt like it was building to fall ball rather than this being like a big nothing finished here other than the Leno shirt, which was celebrity involvement. You know what it felt like? They thought, right, yeah, we've got Jay Leno and Hogan against DDP. Uh, DDP and Jay Leno against Hogan and Bischoff. Right, yeah, that's, that, the, that, that's that, the main that. event. What else are we going to have for the card? Ah, oh, shit, we haven't planned out. Well, what have we got for Thunder next week? Yeah, well, yeah, we'll just we'll just chuck that on. It was um, crap. Virgil, or what was it called? Big Vincent. 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 <laughs> I assume that's because Vincent man. I, I don't know. Because he was called Virgil to set up, because that's Dusty Rhodes' real name, wasn't it? That's where that came from. Was it really? So I assume the inside joke must have been when he moved across to the WCW, it was called Vincent, because it was the other side. I just Googled Virgil and it's come up with some Roman Emperor. <laughs> so, disambiguation for Virgil. Just Google hashtag fuck money. You'll find yeah. it. You get a lot of abuse as well. Lonely Virgil at wrestling merch or whatever it is. Yeah, there's loads of people sending abuse about Van Dyke or something. <laughs> Yeah, he tried to cash in on Van Dyke going to um, Liverpool. Liverpool, didn't he? Right. I changed his name. I changed his profile picture or something. So people Mike followed Jones. him instead. <laughs> Mike Jones is his name, 58 years old. Soul Train, Mike Jones, if you can find Yeah, <laughs> yeah Soul Train. I've just seen that. Soul Train <laughs> Jones. What the fuck? Go on. <laughs> but yeah, um, it was, it was that, that chair show he did on the outside was the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it was a, it was a mockery of Vince McMahon. Yeah, I thought it was. He, apparently, his role was originally meant for Charles Wright. Oh, the they, but I think, um, Virgil offered to work for less money than Charles Wright. <laughs> I think he made the right decision. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Godfather. <laughs> whose, profi- whose picture on what do you call it, on Wikipedia is hilarious. The Godfather's. Yeah. So look. 
it looks like I've just said to him, Veg, well, it look, no, you know what it looks like. He's just watched this match. So while you're all look at that. Can we move on to the next match? Probably, yeah. No, I feel we've got some more to discuss on this. Oh, do we have to? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so it does. It's like he just watched his mate. Yeah, it was gross, wasn't it? The next match wasn't, though. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there, Peter. No, I think there's more to discuss on Mongo. Oh, my God. (laughs) What did you you think of it, though? Well, you really have to look at the deep story they were trying to tell behind this, man. I fucking hate you both. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it started around five years ago, five years prior to and obviously, Mongo and Michael had a successful career in the in the NFL. And I thought it'd be good if we could just go through his NFL career as well while we're here. Right now, you know, really, just so we just just so we can um, set the scene. I just I, I, I don't know how long he was wrestling for. He wrestled for about a year at this point, I think. Trained by Terry Taylor. He was in WWF. Yeah, he was uh, part oh, of the. Yeah, Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, and he provided guest commentary on Raw. He was in the Four Horsemen in 1996. Yeah. Yeah, the Four Horsemen really um ruined him. Really, no, they really snobbed him when they, you know, when they um they got into the Hall of Fame and they didn't include Mongo or Michael. What the hell? He was include include Ben wherever he was a horseman, wasn't he? Yeah, but he was also a massive cunt. Did you include um, <laughs> Did you include Malenko? No, I think so. I think it's just the original. I think it was the original ones, which is, to be yeah. fair, about right. Outrageous, that's what it is. Yeah, how did he get in that room, Christ? Oh, he was married to Deborah. He was married, he was married to, Deborah. to Deborah, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, Deborah McMichael, of course yeah. he was. Yeah. So at this point, 98, he'd been wrestling for at least two years. 95, he started. I imagine um, a Travis T match was better than this. It was, you're right. That's you've seen it. No, I would love to. Search for Travis TV on Travis T on Fight TV. He um he was in TNA in 2008 as well. Oh God. Yeah, so oh, next, God. John, John is next week for TNA 2008. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Found for Gory 2008. Michael special. When's his birthday? Sorry, he refereed <laughs> in the match in 2008. October 17th. So October 17th. We, <laughs> we never break a, pro- never break a promise on wrestling around. Mongo and Michael special. Mongo and Michael special. If we get 25 fast star views. Mongo and Michael special. Right, if we don't get 25 step, 25 five star views, instead of doing Mongo and Michael, we're going to do Battle Royal at the Albert Hall. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. So, yeah, yeah, what, yeah, do people, what do the people yeah, want, what you, you want? decide? Yeah. Do you Tell want? us what you decide at Res Around, yeah. WRS Around. Terry Peters will cry if we do Mongo and Michael special. So that's something. Everyone, everyone's I'm, red I'm, I'm ill. I'm ill. That's it. <laughs> so, what do we all think of his initial oh, spell? Man, I fucking hate. I'm going to end it. Stop. <laughs> yeah, the initial spell of the New England Patriots. Um, <laughs> then he spent twelve years at the Chicago Bears um, before having a, a final season at the Green Bay Packers. So, what you know, Ted Peters? What do you well, think? He, of... have, he had a number on his shorts, yeah, didn't he? To the next goddamn match. He had a number on his shorts, didn't he? Was it seventy-six? Yeah. yeah. Well, that was the um. If that's why he played at the Chicago Bears for twelve years, yeah. But they're not. But is it not a team called the Seventy Sixers? Yeah, the basketball. Oh, right. So Philadelphia ones. Hang on. Is he in, is he in the top hundred greatest Chicago Bears of all time? We'll find out. He's a Super Bowl winner. Yeah, he's got. He's, he's the nineteenth greatest ever player at the Chicago Bears, according to the fans. No right. What is it? What in them? 
Cotton, to you two, Peters. Where is he in Greatest Ever Wrestlers? I don't know. I don't care. Move on to the next fucking <laughs> match. Uh, his, yeah. num- his number's not retired, though. That's disappointing. I thought he was going to retire his number. That's upsetting. That's upsetting. Yeah. Um, so big... Do you have retired Dick Butkus's? You know what was hilarious on, on this match? Um, Tony Schiavone at the end of this. That's one of the biggest upsets we've seen in recent history. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, but no, he seems to play his best players, best players at Chicago Bears. <laughs> right, we'll move on, though, because even I'm getting a bit upset with the, with the old situation now. <laughs> We go to Mean Gene again. Mean Gene on the bike. That's going to cheer you up, Charlie Tay Peters. Mean Gene. Oh, mean Gene with women on the bike is it's horrendous again. Gene surrounded by the American Iron Horse girls. What's not to like about that? They're just like the Nitro girls, but for Iron Horse. Yeah. yeah. Direct quote from Charlie. We'll move on to what is my favourite match on the card, but I think if I'd have seen. That David Flair cake section from <laughs> Bash of the Beach 2000. That would have been the favourite match on the ground <laughs> so far. Sure. We have the Cruiserweight title match. We've got Juventus Guerrero against the champion Chris Jericho. And Dean Malenko is going to be the special guest ref. So he's the special guest ref because um, he's no longer allowed to fight Jericho for the title after losing at the previous pay per view. And he sort of found a loophole basically saying because of Jericho's attitude, anybody can be a special guest referee. And therefore, for it was named as Dean Malenko. Um, which is a hilarious bit in this, where Heenan starts questioning his ref credentials, but he literally refed on Thunder like the Thursday before. <laughs> as we've established before on this show, Heenan doesn't watch Thunder, does he? <laughs> no. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm sure it was another show where he was like, it happened on Thunder, and he was like, I don't watch it. <laughs> that was 96, wasn't it? Was that not the first one in that? The first one we did, wasn't it? That was no, it, was it? No, it might have been Spring Stampede. No, oh, no. Yeah, it was probably Spring Stampede. Was it? I was wondering. Yeah, the I, don't, I don't think Mike Tanier was on. No, yeah, one. definitely Mike Tanier said it on it because he was a lead commentator on Thunder, I think. Yeah. And it was dusty. It was dusty, I'm thinking. Hit him in the Bella Wella. Bella Wella. He and his questioning his ref credentials, and Mike Tanier says, but he was actually a ref for over a month, so <laughs> he knows what he's doing. He wears a ref shirt as well, which is what we like here. Yeah. Yes. Good to see. Um, so Jericho comes out in a kimono, um, does a promo, starts saying he, he likes Japanese motorcycles. It's literally just drowned out by revs. It was. I mean, I didn't understand the reference, but it was quite funny when he said that he came in his Honda. He seemed to wind everyone up. Japanese motorcycle. No, Japanese. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I know what Honda is, but I don't get why that was such a big deal to the the bikes guys. Isn't I think the only from what I they only really like Harleys and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm watching. And, America, and American Steel Horses. Yeah. Iron yeah. Horse. Oh, yeah, Iron Horse. And um, who's Steel Horse? Oh. Oh, that was Alex, Alex Riley and Glow. <laughs> Steel Horse. There we go then. Orange County Choppers, I imagine. Right. Yeah, but from what I know from Discovery Channel, yeah, they only like. Shout, shout out to Paul Senior. Yeah, there we go, Paul Senior. I always like Mikey, he was the best one. Do it. Do anything. Yeah, that's why he was the best one. <laughs> Shout out to the guy who used to always make the fuel tanks. The hardest bit. And he never got any credit Vinny. whatsoever. No, not Vinny, the other real thing. Oh, got... Rick. He, Rick, <laughs> interestingly, he made the WWE title. Was he really? Yeah. He was unbelievable. This is the type of like, metal work. He was incredible. Yeah. He, he, he did the laser cutting on the, on the WWE uh, championship, the current one. 
he did a Cobra fuel tank, didn't he? It was absolutely incredible. Yeah. That yeah. Vinny, he went to cars, didn't he? Yeah, join us next week for America chopping around. <laughs> <laughs> you got to love it, is you? <laughs> Classic <laughs> episode. Every week. <laughs> they were that WrestleMania by Quantum. I don't think it was on TV, but it was great. It was great. I think it was WrestleMania yeah, we 25. Watched, we watched the episode, didn't we? Did it was on TV? I can't remember now. I just remember seeing it on. Someone drove, drove it on WrestleMania. Anyhow, back to the. We sidetracked on the best match of the bloody card. Um, Terry Peters, you've been so upset recently, like the last hour and that a bit of recording this. Now's your chance. Pulvertal Guerrero against Chris Jericho, discuss. Oh, it's bloody brilliant, wasn't it? Was to be fair. Very... I mean, I know the bar is set low, but this is really, really good. Yeah. First, first Jericho WCW match we've covered as well, I think. So, yeah, yeah. is it WCW? I think he's been on the shows, but he's not. Actually I don't say. I don't think he's actually had a match. Is he really? Yeah, I think there you so. go. There we go. But yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was. I thought it was great. Hoover two flying out to the outside with Jericho as well is great. Although when when Hoover two falls to the platform, it sounds it sounds awful. That platform does not sound healthy to fall on. No, and there was a good, there was like a splash from the top, and he missed the platform, didn't he? Right yeah. to the floor, which is yeah, looking yeah. insanely high. Mm. Yeah, looks awful. I thought the match, they thought the ending was uh, really good as well. Really, really like the ending. So the ending is um, Jericho used yeah, sort of pugs, Malenko in the eyes. Is it Hoovy 2 or Malenko? Uh, okay, Malenko gets pugs in the eyes. Yeah. Right? Then Jericho uses the belt on Hilvey. Near fall. Yeah, go for a two count. And then Malenko assists him with a super rider from the top. A, keep it, a leg up, didn't he, basically? Get yeah. him a platform. To, pull, to he jump. pulled him off, didn't he? And then, yeah. <laughs> which was weird. And then Bobby, the, the brain, says, why did he bother pulling him off? <laughs> because WCW commentators don't like to... Support the product. <laughs> no, no, we all know and then, this. Robin wins a pinfall as a new champion. 16 minutes. Did, they, go- did either of you notice, you know, when the graphic finishes after this match, did either of you notice Jericho hitting the ring post with the chair? No. Oh my no. God. You, when the graphic, you, they're doing the, like, you know, the big shot of the ring. Before the graphic comes up, you can see Jericho hitting the chair, the ring post with the chair. It's great. Go back and watch oh, that nice. little snippet. It's, 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 nice it's, it's hilarious. A great heel, because whether the fans give a shit or not, they soon hear him. Mm-hmm. Jericho, Jericho's brilliant. Jericho's brilliant. Yeah, there's some other. I particularly enjoyed in this Malenko getting hands on with Jericho, like pretty much straight away, just throws him on the floor, which the camera missed. Oh god, the answer yeah. yeah. How annoying. Yeah. The production of this show was shite. The whole Kevin, show was shite. Kevin Dunn gets a lot of stick, but the production of WWE is always brilliant. Hey, it was tough. It's tough to do it. Yeah. Uh, I'm in the back hills, Dakota, South Dakota. Right, well, we read from Tay Peters, this is his favourite match on the card. I mean, I imagine someone pulling the kegs down and <laughs> leaving the steam in his head on the entrance ramp would have been his favourite point of the card. <laughs> it's fine. What did you think of it? Yeah, it was alright, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Mongo and Michael better. <laughs> in a way, because it's my turn. This was, just, this was just a normal match, which became great because of what it was surrounded by. <laughs> But it was just a normal match. Right? Just I think, yeah, what did Melissa give it? Three stars? Three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Right, she's. That's an attack. Good, um. But. I don't give a shit what you think, Tony. I'm not bad. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he listens. 
Oh, yeah, of course he listens. Anybody mentions a name, he listens. Yeah. <laughs> it's also um, free. <laughs> wow, really going hard. But no, I, I thought it was all right. I didn't think it was like the, uh, the greatest match of all time or anything like that or anything close to it. No, no, I'm not saying it is. Was it the best you... match on the card? Yes. Yeah. Yes, by far. Was it? Okay. Yeah, I mean, the, the main event was good for different reasons. Was it, though? Yeah. Yeah, sorry, the main event on the card was like average for different reasons. They all know it's a classic as well, though, aren't you? On, a, on another pay-per-view, this would have been, you, you'd have thought this match should have been like, yeah, it's okay. Like, this would have been a good opener on a pay-per-view. To say this is the best match on the card is mad. That just shows how poor the rest of this card actually is as well. Oh, so I'm going to defend WCW a bit. They always, yes, they, 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 they think what in WCW is, oh, they never give the Cruiserweights any chance. They've only got little spots. There's two Cruiserweight matches on this, and they had the Chavo Guerrero match. Mm-hmm. There's a hell of a lot of cruiserweight. Oh, they do. They did buy it. In, they did. They did put time and effort into the cruiserweight. That's always the so. thing, isn't it? Oh, that's why you, if you're a cruiserweight, you're never on the show. You always have to leave the main event to cover. Yeah, but you yeah. dead last cruiserweight title. You know what I mean? Not bad, is it? No, I don't think so. They got the yeah. longest. They got the longest amount of time on the show. This was the longest match. But it is now. Who's the cruiserweight champion now? Oh, it's Jordan Devlin. Yeah. Who's he? Who is the other guy now? Who is it? Jim Maverick, isn't it? No, it's the Mexican uh, fella. He didn't win it. Oh, the guy who took his mask off? Yeah, it was Alphantasma. I can't remember what it's called now. It was him on it. But yeah, at first he was going to be interim, and now it's just like, oh, by the way, he's the champ. So I think they've just quietly forgotten about John Santos Escobar. That's the one. Well, that's like a generic Spanish name. <laughs> <laughs> he, is quite, <laughs> he is quite impressive, but again, it's just that weird thing of it's not anywhere near as prominent as it was here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah, imagine now today the Cruiserweight title match on Ted Last. Insane. Be back to the heady days of uh, Enzo Amari. Yeah. We've got viewers on the product though. Yeah, he mm. did. Mm, he did. He did. did he? Well, yeah. I guess. Should have never split him a big castle. That was where they went wrong. Why do they have to split up every big every team? In hindsight, it should never employed him, should they? But yeah, <laughs> yeah. He yeah. just it seems like a piece of shit, didn't he? But but when he came out in Survivor Series, no. fucking stupid wig on. <laughs> no, not that one. <laughs> just like no, and we saw him when he came out after. Sad dressed there, looking like fucking Molly Holly or something. In Dallas when he came out after. Oh on, yeah, uh, on yeah. Raw. Oh yeah, that was, that was incredible. Yeah. Classic moment when he was arrested. <laughs> yeah. Moving on from Enzo Mori. Best match on the card then by far. Yeah. Yeah. One goes. Yeah. Are you cheated more with them, Peters? Yeah. Are you cheated up a bit now? Oh, yeah, I'm good. Did you, did you enjoy the rest of the card after this? Yeah, it was, it was all right, wasn't it? It was better than the first half. It was better than the first half. Yeah, so I thought we'd just go back a bit to... um. No. To <laughs> For anybody interested out there, there is a, a Twitter... It's the forms of the rock and roll oldies band called the Chicago Six. Of course, of course. There is a Steve McMichael Twitter of oh, oh, Mongo. I can't remember what it's called. I did mention it to these two before we started recording. I've just followed it. I can't remember what it's called. And it is basically <laughs> Mongo fucking up. <laughs> and I can't remember what it's called. At That's Our Mongo. At That's Our Mongo. Follow that. It's hilarious. You'll see. I imagine this match is in it loads because that DDT is somewhere else. But Peter's is Peter's are getting redder by the minute. It's like he's put the fish head on. Um, so we'll move on to the next match, which is um, 
We mentioned it a bit earlier, but it was an NWO show. We've got an NWO Invitational Battle Royal, and I know what you're thinking. There was a Public Enemy match on here. There was a Mongo and Michael Brian Adams match on here. There was Buddy Stevie Ray. Because listen to who was in this match. So it's split up into three teams. It's a nine-man battle royal, which is just strange. And it's not it's not three on three on three. It's four on four on one. <laughs> so we've got NWO Hollywood, which is Scott Hall, The Giant, Scott Norton, and Kurt Henning. They're there in a battle royal. Mongo McMichael gets fucking six minutes. Yeah, Scott Norton is there, though. <laughs> Ridiculous. Hall and Giant are currently the tag team champs, but they don't come up with the belts. So I think if you were champions, you come up with the belt. Mm. Also, no US champion on this, was he? Who was the US champion at the time? I couldn't tell you because I don't know. Double back. You, you continue. Continue. Champion of what? US. I don't know. And we also get the NWO Wolfpack. So obviously the NWO is split at this point. We've got the black and white and the red and black. Uh, the Wolfpack is represented by Kevin Nash, Lex Luger, Sting, and Conan. Lou, you said earlier, somebody else you hate. Was it Conan? Yeah, it was. Uh, I, assume, I, I assumed it was Kevin. It was weirdly. I think it was Brett, it was Brett Hart. Was he injured at this point? He, no, no he, he won it like the day before. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so, so Brett Hart's not even on the show. <laughs> Michael has six <laughs> minutes. Let me just shut. Let me just shut my day. And, so and, and house party have whatever they call public. Hey, don't you'll be don't you'll be putting loads of house party. <laughs> public enemy have fifteen and a half minutes. Uh, Did you about. notice as well in this Goldberg started out at, at, at one hundred and twenty? Is it not for one hundred and twenty nine or one hundred and twenty nine for not? Whichever one you want to look at yeah, it. And then did you see what he finished at? What? One hundred and thirty four to none. Because he eliminated like five people, so they just counted that onto his undefeated streak. Right, right. Absolutely ridiculous. So yeah, uh, it was it wasn't Bret Hart. He won it the Thursday after this show. Who was it then? So you would think it was available. It wasn't. He won it from Luger, but he won it on the Nitro the day after. Oh no, it was Bret Hart. Right. Then Brilliant. lost it to Luger the day after this. Yeah, and then Bret, and then Bret Hart won it on the Thursday after See, this. Yeah, I'd rather have just seen Luger and Michael. Uh, Michael's Luger and Hart. Montgomery Michael. Yeah, I agree there, Pete. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, we, every match. Weirdly, yeah, Bret Hart, United States champion, not on the card at all. Oh god, it's just horrendous. So the yeah, the other person in this is is Goldberg. Uh, before we get into the match, what do we think of Red and Black Sting? Terrible. Yeah, uh, I don't get it. Weird. I, I mean, I missed how it happened, and I'm not going to go back and watch all the nitros. But it's the thought so of Sting being, oh, yeah. being in the NWR is just weird to me. Yeah, it's, it's not. Considering good. like, yeah, his his big fight with him ended like. Well, start of this year, really? Well, like, yeah. yeah, the day ended 97, wasn't it? It's a swerve, bro. We weren't even there at this point, were we? No. But yeah, it's kind of a bit weird. So there's a few promos at the start. Um, I guess NWO are the bad, bad guys. The Wolfpack are the good, bad guys. The bad guys. But the, and then, but the, but the and then Goldberg's, yeah, and then Goldberg's Goldberg, the good guy. The world heavyweight champion, the world heavyweight champion is in a fucking battle royal. Yeah, I picked up on that as well. Oh, well, you know, it happens now. Yeah, but not Pro- when... Probably like now, it's in the Royal Rumble this year. The Royal yeah, Rumble is on, the Royal Rumble is on event. The NWO Invitational well, Battle Royal uh, <laughs> at World Wild is not even near the Royal Rumble. Could have been a start of something beautiful. It wasn't, though, was it? Yeah, we'll just get into it. It starts off with the Wolfpack and, and the Hollywood 
factions of the NWO fighting each other. Then Goldberg and it's Scott Hall. Obviously, Kevin Nash doesn't want to get so him. Just for, just for the record, that's, that's, that's 130 for zero now. It's zero. It's keeping score at home. Kevin Nash then eliminates himself, going all great Cali and clams over the top. Yeah. Oh, he's not going to get eliminated by Goldberg, is he? Of course he no, is. no. Yeah, that was dumb. Uh, just to attack uh, Hall, uh, Goldberg then eliminates Conan. He eliminates Kate Hennig. 131 for not. Have you, got, have you got Kat? Have you got Mr. Perfect? Oh, 132. He then does a double elimination on Sting and Norton. I suspect that's 133. One th- no, one... Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. Well, let's be honest. This this whole run doesn't make sense if they're counting this as undefeated rather than counting as one match. But Absolutely. The Giant then throws out Luger. Uh, Goldberg Spears and does a pretty impressive jackhammer on the Giant. Yeah, that is quite good actually. To, be uh, fair. to win by a pinfall because obviously that's what they wanted. So this battle royal, you could throw somebody over the top or win by a pinfall. I was going to say that that was never mentioned at all. That was. That was okay. yeah. oh, obviously, I wasn't paying attention. I Did it have to? I, 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 my eyes no. out at this point. I missed that as well. Did it have to be the final two, or could you pin it when I? Anytime. You could be eliminated via pinfall submission or over the top. Oh, I thought I heard something about pinfall and submission and just assumed that it wasn't. Like I said, this must have been when I was like, trying to claw my eyes out. Right, somebody puts a submission move on at some point in the middle of the match as well and they say it again. Right, that might be what I'm thinking oh, of. But no, mate. Just a bit of it. Just a bit of professionalism, lads. You know what I mean, watch, 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 the, watch the show. Goldberg wins in seven minutes. Yeah, that was one minute longer than Come on, go, Michael. Mm. It's just a. It's just a complete waste of talent. An absolute waste. What, the, the champion doesn't have anything better to do than being the Battle Royal? Come on. Yeah, well, I guess you don't, you don't want to take away from the real main event, Joanna. No. Oh. No. 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 It's, it's a bit weird. I don't like the fact that Sting was just like a bit pat player. Sting went... Sting, the... What icon of WCW really? Mm-hmm. And it just it what goes out with Scott Norton, like four yeah. fifty. Yeah, very good, was it? They obviously built up the. I don't. I didn't watch WCW at the time. They obviously built up this massive thing between Hollywood and the Wolfpack, and that just sort of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they guess they don't like each other. Fight yeah, and it was, it was weird that it seemed like that was the first time that Kevin Nash and Scott Hall had gone against each other. Yeah. Yeah. Weird that happened there, where it did. But when was the finger poker doom? Was that later on this year? Must have been. No, I can't have been. Was that 99? Must have been. Should we see? Oh, was it earlier this year? Because Goldberg was champion right up until Starcade where he lost it. Yeah, but the Starcade. finger poker doom was after. So Goldberg was undefeated at this point. Uh, the finger poker doom was... Oh, no, it was January this year, on it? I don't know, year after. No, January 4th, 1999. Yeah, because Foley won the title, didn't he? Yeah. Can't wait till we get to that. Sure. Yeah, it just seems like it's just a complete wait. You've got five main events in there. Yeah, it does seem like a complete waste of talent. Six, really. You've got Scott Hall, mm-hmm. Kevin Nash, The Giant, Goldberg, Kurt Enig, and Sting. Well, you've got to think. Giant, Goldberg. Give an opportunity to you guys, didn't it? Yeah, but... That's what we want. No, there isn't any new guys in here. No, not in this match, but because they're all in this match, the rest of the card. Oh. But oh. they didn't take it, did they? I mean, yeah, none of them took it. 
Except for, ma- except for manga. Uh, right. I mean, right. Charles, I'd rather have seen Goldberg uh, against the Giant. He was he was going, and you know, they knew he was going. That would have been a better match. Just, I just, yeah. It cheapens your championship. Jay Leno's more important. Than it's the weird. It was even weirder that Goldberg wasn't on the pay-per-view all next month. Was he not? Yeah. Was he Incredible. champion? He was still, still champion. Still champion. He's champion to December. Yeah. Just, I know they've got the contracts and stuff in there, but it's just a complete waste of time. Tay Peters, you've not enjoyed yourself so far. What did you think of the Battle Royal? Waste of talent. Complete waste of talent. If you spread this out across the card, you're looking at a better card all around. Oh, 100%. You could have took 10 minutes off Public Enemy. You could have done... You just don't have that match and don't have Mongo. Yeah, but what I'd like to say is that Stephen Michael was inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame on July 17, 2010. Right, move on to the main event. <laughs> it's had a, had a good run. I'm going out soon. Hurry up. Peter's is going out. Where are you going, Peter? Is having fun? Yeah, always, I'm always having fun, mate. You know me. Oh, that's better. Sorry, guys. Terry Peters is busy, so I guess we'll have to rush yeah. this bit. You know what I mean? Wrestling around the the saying I'm wrestling around is wrestling around comes first, but unless you're Terry Peters, then unless you, Terry Peters got your own got your own schedule on. Yeah. Yes, his life comes first. So we'll move on to the main event then. After that complete waste of talent, we've got. That's Dean not very really nice to say about Terry Peters. That's good. That's <laughs> a horrible thing to say. Javis T. He was underbooked. <laughs> he was. You're right. Uh, we've got we've got Dean DDP and Jay Leno are going against Hollywood Hogan and karate expert Eric Bischoff. So Kevin Eubanks comes out with Jay Leno. Um, he's like his band guy. I'm assuming it's like the guy who is the subject of a sacking on, on Partridge. Yeah. Would have been better with Chris Eubank, what do you think? Yeah, I I, I yeah. wanted to see Chris Eubank. Yeah. Chris Eubank. Chris Eubank. <laughs> <laughs> Very Have you seen fair. Greg Davis do his impression of Chris Eubank? Eubank. It's on 8 out of 10 cats to scout down, and then Chris Eubank comes out afterwards while, while he's like in the middle of doing it, he just walks behind him. Do you have any part Tipex on Nick Hancock? No. Okay. Was that on. Um, oh, was it Jonathan Ross? One of them. Was that I on. I think it's all of them. Yeah. I mean, that was an absolute basket case for the show, wasn't it? Mm hmm. Yeah. It also, good Louis Ferrou documentary, Chris Eubank. Yeah, it's yeah, great. Yeah. Um, next yeah. week for Louis Ferrou in a round. Yeah, yeah Louis, Louis in a round. Yeah. Ferrou in the round. Oh, <laughs> Wrestling through. Oh. Some sort Wrestling of... through the edges. <laughs> Some sort of pun. Anyhow, right. So Hollywood Hogan, Eric Bischoff, obviously, um, Hollywood NWOs, they come out with The Disciple and Miss Elizabeth. Terry Peters, the disciple is Bruce Beefcook. I thought he looked like Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit blonder than that, wasn't he? Yeah, Bruce that's why. That's why. Thing. That's why I didn't realize it was Bruce the Barber Beefcase. Bruce the Barber Beefcase. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Bruce the Barber Beefcase. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if that's what he was called. Bruce <laughs> the Barber Beef. <laughs> if he just came out in a big square thing, it was just full of beef. Oh, like, a, like a butcher. He got the beef. <laughs> right. God damn it, pal. Brutus the Budgie Beefcase. <laughs> oh. Race itself. Get it, Bug Vince. I know he listens. Um, yeah, he's just, he's just hanging about, Logan, isn't he? Christ. 
Mm. Wherever Ogunizzi is. Miss Elizabeth didn't know she was the whole thing. I feel bad for Brutus because he's got replaced by Jimmy Hart in recent years. <laughs> and it comes to that. Didn't they fall out? They fell out, didn't they? Even I saw it. There was that story that Bischoff said at that show, but I don't think we could say it on here. Right. About Brutus. He said it on his podcast a few times. Does right? he? Yeah, about... Looks uh, like it's Australia. Oh, no. Okay, apparently, right. apparently uh, he saw uh, Brutus selling put photos of Hogan or something like Hogan and signed them or something like that. Oh, no. That's a good other story. But, yeah, I don't think we can say it on the... On the in case it's not true. <laughs> I will say that last story is allegedly only in pure hearsay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Covers it, doesn't it, I think? Yeah, it's, it's pure hearsay. Pure yeah. and simple. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be there. Rev you. I'm going to be there. Pure and simple, going to be there. Peter, what's your Peter's feeling? going out. Beefcake. Beefcake. Pure antipagoon of beefcake. You're a beefcake bar, yeah. He's got a beef basket on his head. Bruce, a bunch of beef, but what is going on? I've had had two cans of orange juice. Uh, I think this is just. I think this has just uh, got to us on it. Listeners, listeners, World Wild is... Um, it's broke it's bro- wrestling around crew. Right, let's get back to this shower shit. Um, oh, so great. it starts off with uh, Jay Leno throwing his water at Hogan and Bischoff on Pugs. Jay, Leno like Jay Leno looks like a dad in a gym. Right. <laughs> I've, already, I've already got issues at this point, right? Go on. One, it was hilarious that Michael Buffer was doing all these big intros for him. Yeah. <laughs> You know, this, this prestigious boxing answer this and all these big fights around the world. He's introducing and also Jay Leno. Luke Campbell with Kevin Park, weirdly. But he... <laughs> that, was that was a big fight. Yeah, yeah, for people in Hull. It was but... a big fight. <laughs> for people in Hull. A big fight. But yeah, it's just weird how he's giving these big intros and <laughs> one of them is fucking Jay Leno. And also, DDP doing his entrance to the Tonight Show theme. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that was weird. How weird was that? That was hilarious. Yeah, also, like, I didn't like the fact, and this is a recurring theme all the way through the rest of this pay-per-view now. They weren't treating Jay Leno like enough of a joke. They were trying to treat him like an actual threat. Like he'd been training hard, yeah. And it was ridiculous. It was like, oh, respect to Jay Leno. Yeah, he looked like a dad in the gym. That is correct. Except he looked like a dad who had not been to the gym for four months because of coronavirus. He also tried to make Bischoff like he was some sort of Karate expert. Oh, he's a legit black brother jiu-jitsu, come on. I know, but come on. Le- Leno was blowing out of his ass quick one in this. Yeah. Yeah. Eubanks uh, gets involved on, on the outside pretty early on. Uh, there's a bit where Leno gets tagged in and then Bischoff like proper cowers off and tags Hogan. But then Bish- uh, Leno's like, come on, Hogan, come on, do your worst. Then runs off and tags DDP. Keeps pointing to his chin, which is a big, yeah. enough, ta- big enough target. Yeah. Why did no one say that commentary, by the way? Like, why didn't he go? It's a big enough target for him. It's Those like, of it where the, uh, he, he did the cardinal sin, didn't he? Absolute cardinal sin. And mentioned Hogan was bald. Jill, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also noticed, did you see, um, I think it was Buffet said, from the top of his hair, he's six foot one. <laughs> oh, for Jill, I know, yeah. yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> ah, good stuff. That's it, it was like Jill, I know, was treating like a joke. Fair enough, because it was a joke from being there. But then all the announcers were treating it like it could be a serious threat. 
Yeah. And then there was a ridiculous spot in the match, which we'll get to in a bit. <laughs> right. Okay. So what is it the Leno put an armbar? I've put I've put Leno puts an armbar on Leno. That's how fried my brain was. Yeah. <laughs> oh good. It does like the arms. Right. At this point, because Austin hadn't really got to his peak yet. So I think we could say without doubt at this point that Hulk Hogan was the greatest professional wrestler of all time. Yeah, the biggest, definitely the biggest. It, yeah. And he's losing a test of strength to Jay fucking Leno. The fuck is going on? Yeah. And I don't want defense to ECW. I don't have goes on. No, this was great. I, what the I'm, fuck, guys? I'm gonna reiterate what I said earlier. I hate you for picking this. <laughs> I feel like this is the end of Terry Peters. It's going, it's going no, yeah, Terry Fish is a permanent thing next week. <laughs> oh, I'll God. tell you what, though. It was a lovely diamond cutter by Kevin Eubank. Well, we'll get there. I put a pin in that. Sorry. <laughs> so, Hogan... You're doing, doing the exact order. Ross is reading this out. Yeah, you have to. I get lost too much. <laughs> ah, I'm lost. Ain't amazing things out. So, we go back to... Um, to the match. So Hogan has lost a, a test of strength to Jay Leno. Hogan cannot beat Jay Leno unless he's got brass knucks. <laughs> so Hogan <laughs> has to use brass knucks to beat Jay Leno. So he gets them. He used me. In fact, he uses them a DDP for a two count. There's then a Leno low blow on Bischoff. And it's all going about. And then Eubank sees a diamond cutter on Bischoff after DDP close land Hogan out. Which was hey, the... what, what do you think of that? Well, oh, the diamond cutter. Come on, diamond, would you switch a bit? Diamond cutter, come on. I'll bloody you lovely, bloody lovely one at the diamond cutter. I mean, the, the Hogan getting thrown out of the ring was the most telegraph spot I've ever seen. <laughs> because Hogan literally looked to see where the ropes was and then put his arm over it. <laughs> Before he got clothesline. It, um, it wasn't it wasn't some of Hogan's best work, was it? No. His entire WC. <laughs> So after the diamond cutter, Jalen gets the pin on Bischoff. It's 14 minutes, but it doesn't stop there. NWO then start beating down Leno, DDP, and Eubank. Goldberg comes out next to say, Spears together. And there we have it. That's the match. And then, well, they play what? the fucking Tonight Show well, theme again. Yeah, well, yeah. Did, we enjoy, did you enjoy the double spear by Goldberg? I did, apart from Bishop. Apart from Bishop. Apart from Bishop falling over. Falls over, doesn't he, Bishop? Yeah. Well, so what do we think of this as a whole, Peters, as in the this like this main event, including the beatdown afterwards and go back? I mean, it's probably the second best match on the card, which is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> the fact that fucking Jay Leno is in this main event and it's the second best match on the card. Oh god, Jay Leno. Do we all do appreciate you don't, do it? Do you don't feel bad for DDP because he gets yes. with all the celebrities, doesn't he? Just the month even, before, even in his um, Miller. Yeah, no, it's um, Carmelo. Oh, because he said it in his intro, didn't he? Like he's trained Carmelo. Now he's training Jay Leno. Like didn't he get put? Oh no, Rodman was in NWA. One uh, NWA. Sorry, one. So Carmelo and Vince Rodman. Apparently, the buy rate was ridiculous. So I think they tried to do it again here, but GP on his own is not. Malone and Rodman? No, because they were in the NBA Finals at the time, weren't they? It's, yeah. um, it's briefly mentioned on the last dance. DDP saw Louis through walking around backstage and thought, oh, for fuck's sake, not again. <laughs> <laughs> true story. It's not a true story. Not a true story. Terry Peters is a liar. <laughs> I say it's not a true story, I just whispered it very quietly. 
Did we all appreciate Goldberg running down to the ring and doing the spear with the belt on? Yes, <laughs> good effort. I wonder if that's how it got bent, because it's been bent all day. I wanted to see it earlier, like, wouldn't it? Oh, uh, yeah, it was mentioned, wasn't it? Bash of the Beach yeah, 2000. Yeah. Goldberg was not looking after it, was he? <laughs> yeah, it didn't care, did he? Well, I mean, he, he just put it to the side as well when he came out in the Battle Royal, didn't he? My favourite moment about the belt, my favourite style about the belt is apparently when, like, when the, the giant or the big show won it for the first time, someone for a laugh told him he had to wear it everywhere. Oh, uh, I heard that. Yeah, so yeah, he, was, yeah. he was walking through the airport wearing the belt. <laughs> And Sting pulled into a side and like, you look like a dumbass. <laughs> he turned the hell off. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard that. On, um, what a Stone Cold's podcast, isn't it? Yeah. It's on, I think it's on the, the network one. It's on the it? network one. Yeah, but I just found that hilarious. But, yeah. Because yeah, he won it in his first match, didn't he? Yeah. Which I'm sure we'll get to, because how have we not covered the Monster Truck showdown between the Hogan and the Big Show? Oh, my God. Is that where Big Show dies? And it comes back like five minutes <laughs> left. Yeah. Easy news. So, yeah, but we'll, we'll that one. two bits of Goldberg. I mean, that celebrity wrestler's goal, Leno did all right, didn't he? Yeah, I always find it a bit weird, though. Like, you know when you just got one celebrity? Yeah. Do you need to put them against a the big star? Because, like, but I, suppose... I guess Hulk Hogan's different. But, like, I'm, I'm going to think of, like, modern times now. Like, Pat McAfee's coming into NXT. And I think he's been pretty good so far in like, what he's done. But does it need to be Adam Cole? Because uh, Adam, Adam, uh, this is just on a, another note. Adam Cole's achieved everything he can do in NXT. Yeah, but it's like everyone knows that. And everyone I knows think that way, the, the, like the the crowd, the China thing. But Adam Cole's not like Hulk Hogan, so does it matter if it's Pat McAfee versus Adam Cole or against Ken Rich Holland? It's matter. Really? Actually, he made his he made his debut, didn't he? Um, last week. Rich last week. Friends of the show, Ridge Holland. Shout out to friends of the show, Ridge Holland, about his NXT debut. Future WWE champion. Lost a um, triple threat. Yeah, well, did he get pinned? I don't know, actually. Because if he doesn't get pinned, he comes back into it, doesn't he? Yeah, unbeaten. Yeah. He has a whippet. And a big stick. But yeah, that's the point. It's like, yeah, celebrity um, cameos and stuff. I don't get why it needs to be against the big stars. Because for me, casual, casual fans probably haven't heard of anyone. I appreciate his Hogan, but for me, this in, this shouldn't have been the main event. The Goldberg should have been the main event. Yeah, because he's a champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Championship's the most important thing. Yeah, have to ha- have this. This could have been second main event. That's fine. Yeah, but Goldberg's got to be on top. I don't know. It's Hogan and one Hogan on top, but it winds me up whenever they don't put them in. Yeah, the, the I, I would say for, for this one. I don't see it as bad because it was a very casual fan base being there. Yeah. You know, because it, they, well, they weren't getting paid for anything and it was just people, you could rock up if you were in stages at the time. Yeah. So I guess from that point of view, they're, they're more likely to have heard of Jay Leno than Goldberg. But is Jay Leno, well, is, is Jay Leno's target audience a bunch of bikers in stages? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, don't, I found that weird. Next, next month. Because I've always found it weird that like Jay Leno was in this one, like of all the ones to do, why follow? Yeah. But at the same time, it made sense because they are casual fans. Yeah, but Shirley would rather sell out the month after at Fall Brawl with Jay Leno in the middle. Yeah, uh, I don't know uh, if it was sell out amongst wrestling fans. Uh, I think it's more to but get people. Who, you're just doing Sergius get... like randomly, and you say, "Oh, Jay Leno is wrestling tonight." What the fuck? Okay, I'll get uh, you. Yeah, that. Maybe, I, yeah. yeah, I think it's more to get buy rates on this pay per view. I will just say how Jay Leno does. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. No, in, in reality, no. I think Fallbrawl ended up being a big. It was a big. It was the two NWOs versus Team WCW on it, and like a big mm. war games match. Yeah, 
like, war games, war games. So yeah, but I mean, it didn't even do a number in the buy rates, did it? No, it failed. It went back, it went back to normal, didn't it? Pretty much. Yeah. So I know what you're all thinking. That's the end of the pay per view. No. <laughs> you go back to the commentary team and sort of summarise and chill some fucking fireworks for five minutes. <laughs> All the way for fucking Toby Keith or whatever it is. <laughs> and then do a fucking absolutely terrible video package for Fall Brawl. War Games. War Games. Yeah. War Games. Do you not make you want to watch War Games? No. Yeah, a bit, but I didn't need to. I didn't need them to. to we are definitely it. doing. Just to warn you now, we're doing a, a War Games. Oh, yeah, that, that's yeah, fine. Oh, that's fine. Whether it's this one, I'm not sure yet. Um, but we'll be doing one. For sure. We'll find one. No, but but. This is a criticism I have of WCW. WWE get it straight on. The lasting image is always something that you remember. Yet the lasting image on WCW is Mike Tenere, Tony Schiavone, and Bobby Heenan talking right. about, oh, just so wait. I don't, I don't mind it, mate. Wait I'm a few seconds. This video package for Fall, for fall Brawl. I think if they did a video package that's kind of summed at the event, I'd be fine with it. But if you watch like a big football match, the Samoa Sky Sports, or even a boxing match, which I guess would be more similar to wrestling. You always get like a bit of a post summary, don't you? Yeah, but I just think it takes it out of it. Yeah. Imagine if the last thing was DDP and Thingy holding their arms, DDP, Goldberg, Jay Leno holding their arms aloft on the on the ramp. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. But yeah, I don't, I don't mind it too much. I think it makes it more sports-like. To have a yeah. bit of a summary afterwards. But you, yeah, but you, you're making it more sports-like. You've got Jay Leno in the main event. Yeah, I get that, yeah. So yeah, it was just weird that they kept treating him like an athlete even after to like yeah. oh yeah, just credit to Jay Leno like give it up now mate, he's done it, he's done his bit. Yeah. Right then, that's that was full brawl. Terry Peters, I'm sure everyone's hotly anticipating what you're going to say next. What is your official score for Road Wild 1998? 6.5 minus nine. <laughs> minus nine. <laughs> Minus uh, nine, absolute wrestling around exclusive. Why was it a minus nine? Everything was shy apart from that uh, cruiserweight match with Jericho. So, 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 how many points did that add on? One. One. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. I'm working on a minus ten to a positive ten scale. Right. Okay. There we go then. Wow. <laughs> minus nine. Be where sure. I mean, it's the lowest mark I'll ever give it. I'll give it um two. <sighs> go on and low defend it. Don't give it a six. Go, don't, just give it a score. six and a half. No, yeah. it's like a three or four. It, it probably, technically speaking, was the worst one. There yeah. wasn't, no, I think the one we did in the, was it in the 1990s, I just got bored. And that's what I based it on, because I didn't get bored too much through this. Really? <laughs> the, yeah, the beginning bit, I struggled with this, because it was the crowd wasn't into it. But as the crowd, as it started getting darker, after the, the crowd started getting into it a bit, yeah. It was, right, didn't it? We go alright. So I, I I normally go off just like if I get bored or not. Because that's the sign of a really bad show. You can have a bad show technically, which this obviously was. Like there's no way around it. But it wasn't like the really bad shows for me, it's the, the ones where you just don't care. Like apathy is the worst emotion, I think. Yeah, if you and react to yeah. react to that. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you're like, Oh my god, look at this, it's shit. <laughs> it's better to be like that than like, oh, I just do not care about this. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I would give it two because they it gets a point for Jericho and um, Hoover so But I agree with you both that on another show that was probably just an average match. Yeah. And it gets a point for the Leno match because I think for a celebrity match it was actually done pretty well. Mhm. 
Um, it was there was no flood man over. That was great. That's a celebrity match. He, do you know when he broke Big Show's nose, he legit ran off. He was terrified of me. <laughs> Him and all his mates ran off. Yeah. Because <laughs> Big Show said he was going to do a fake one. And Big Show said, no, I genuinely want you to punch me in the head as hard as you can. Yeah. Can't Big Show got there. legit angry because I don't think he expected it to break his nose. Yeah. Uh, I, like, I, Wrestling, I promise, we'll do WrestleMania 24 because it's one of my favourite WrestleMania's. I had it on DVD. In April. WrestleMania 25 with it. WrestleMania season in April. Yeah. SummerSlam season now, though, isn't it? Oh, we're right into it. Yeah. So, yeah. that's that, that to next week. On to next, week. So next week, we're doing SummerSlam 2010. Dave Peters, have you seen it before? Nope. Do you know anything about it? I know it's Nexus there, isn't it? So we'll just have to wait and see. I'm sure, it'll be good. Hey, that's that's relevant, isn't it? With the old um, thing. Retribution. Retribution, yeah. Yeah, I thought that. Yeah, when he came to Raven SmackDown last night. Um. Yeah, I'm well, looking forward. To, I'm looking forward. To, I've never seen it before. Did you not? Wasn't that this part of your fandom? Was you not? I, I, yeah, it was, but it was on Skybox. I've seen it at the time. Right, yeah. <laughs> so I watched Raw afterwards, and I think this is why I didn't find it as bad. Because I, well, going to more next week, but I, when everyone was like, "Oh, Wade Barrett was buried this night," I didn't think it was this night. I thought it was like three months down the line when he still won the title. Was this the five on five? Seven on seven, it was in the end. Yeah. But is this the, right? The, but this, this is the one where one's thinking of in it, where he gets. Cena gets DDT on the concrete and then wins. Yeah. A two on one. Yeah. Yeah. Suggest for that. <laughs> Jonas, uh, it's probably one of those controversial endings to a pay per view in a long time. Or ever, probably. That's it. I've never, I've never seen it before. So yeah, 10 year anniversary, it'd be, it'd be good to, to go back to it. Yeah. Then the week after that, we're going a little bit different. We've done one before. Um, we're going to do another NXT takeover. This time we're doing the first Brooklyn show. So 2015. It was the night before WrestleMania, was it? Summer Slam. Summer Slam. Come on. I've watched it. Summer Slam season would just be discussing it. I watched it and I watched it and I remember this. This was the show that got me into NXT. Yeah, yes, Sam. This is the first game I watched. And it's nice that it follows on from Beast and East. Yeah, I don't think we've done this before on Wrestling Around. 21 episodes in. I don't think we've done two in the same year. No, I don't think we have. No, we haven't. But yeah, I watched SummerSlam and then they showed highlights of the ladder match. And then yeah. I, watched, I watched NXT, which got me into NXT. So, Ted Peters, take over Brooklyn 1. You seen it? I think so. I remember it being pretty good. Are you going to behave yourself on this one? Like... Yeah, you're going to be. Yeah, Hello, yeah. <laughs> <Well>, um, <laughs> Brooklyn. Brooklyn, uh, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 1? Yeah, same. My favourite one, the, the Brooklyn's, I think. It was just a big deal, and it was just something different, which I always like, as I always bang on about. It looked different, felt different. First NXT show I watched all the way through, and I yeah, really enjoyed it. And also, was it not in the, the, uh, the I can't remember what the arena's called, but we've been. It's Brooklyn. It's in the back. It's the back. Arena, sorry, that was it. And um, believe me, you, I'll be doing a full review of the food. You match. had the food there, uh, so you, you had, had the food. food. Exactly. You, you know. Uh, in two Peter's weeks. knows exactly what happened when I had the food in back of the centre. <laughs> but we'll get into it in two weeks' time. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ted Peters, where can we find you on social media? Uh, you can find me at TezFishPod on Twitter, <laughs> at RL92 on Twitter. Uh, oh, no, is it at Robert Adam in the, oh, at this yeah. point in time? My brain's fried. Bell Nation on YouTube, twitch.tv forward slash Bell Nation and RL9, ah, Rob L92 on Twitter and <laughs> RL92 on Instagram. No, you wrote, your Twitter's Bell Nation now. It's Bell, at Bell Nation now, isn't it? 
Oh, yeah, so it is that bell mission. <laughs> He's lost the plot. It's all gone to pot, I'll tell you that for free. You know what I mean? Blue, enough of Terry Pierce. <laughs> Where can we find you on social media? Uh, at Adam Holmes. <laughs> is, that, is that legit? Yeah. Is that, is it, uh, I don't know, actually. Is that Adam's turn? I probably does email. It's, it's, it's got three shouts in this show. You better listen. <laughs> more, than, more than he deserves. What is, his, what is his Twitter account? Everyone follow Adam Holmes. Friend of the show. Adam right? underscore Hollands. Adam underscore Hollands. There we go. Last tweet in 2014, so there we go. Everyone follow it, it'll get right confused. Everyone, you can everyone me, follow Adam Hollands. You can find me on Twitter as at TheRossM. You can follow us all on Twitter and Instagram at WrestleRound, W-R-E-S, around, um, see clips and uh, lose lovely artwork that he does. Yeah, He's are. already done it. He's already done the homework. So. there. Follow us yeah. on Facebook with our legion of fans on there. Um, just wrestling around, search. I, I don't really know if Facebook works, but I imagine if you take wrestling around, wrestling around, wrestling around podcast, follows on YouTube, wrestling around. Lockdown may well be over soon, so we can ramp the content up on there some point. But there is a bonus episode of Best of a Weekly Show of Impact that you yeah. can listen to and see all our lovely faces. And Terry Peters isn't as angry as he is now. No right. fish head in that one, though, is he? So, no, no fish before the fish head, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, before fish, before simpler, simpler times. Yeah, I was yeah, yeah. Trying to work. I was going to try and do a BC, but before COD, maybe I don't know. Oh, <laughs> if you want to request a show, or you want to just let us know that you you know you think us well, then send us an email at wrestlingaroundoutlook.co.uk.com. Did anyone check that for a while? <laughs> wrestlingaroundoutlook.com. Around, uh, Although co.uk, just tag them both. Okay. I've not looked at that for three weeks. Have you? Yeah, no. leave, us, leave us a five-star review. 25-star reviews, and some got promised. I can't remember what it was. Oh, yes. Listen back and you'll hear it, yeah. Yeah, you already know because you just listened to it. No, it's the Mongo and Michael special. <laughs> Mongo and Michael special in October on his birthday. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, let us know. Let us know if you want to see Mongo and Michael or you want to see the battle at Albert Hall. Yeah. Let us know, fans, because we always do what the fans want. Reason. Unless it's something that we don't want to do, then we probably won't do it. <laughs> but let us know. Send us requests. Send if it's in the month. Some ground rules are yeah, because we've had a few requests that have been absurd. If it's in the month of the show, then request it. Thank you. Yeah, we do the we do the anniversary. We, so we, we, we will get to it. We'll get to the battle of the hall, but not right now. But not in June. In October, when it is. <laughs> so if you've got a, if it's you August. want, it's August. It's August. Yeah, yeah no. You said it's June. About... No, but you requested it in June. Oh, it's right. August now. It's requested in August. Well, August we can't... Old. Just cue the illusion. Don't pretend we've only had one request in the last six weeks. <laughs> no, but he's specifically the battle. The only had one. Right, I'm gonna have to go in a minute. So. Only we've had one event. All right, okay. So, yeah, if you want to request a WrestleMania, then make sure it's in Bloody April, is what I'm saying. I'm right. Oh, fuck oh, off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, August, oh, August, apparently. Oh, crap. Yeah, whatever. Right. <laughs> Next week, join us for SummerSlam 2010, and the week after that, NXT take over Brooklyn. Thank you, Adam. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks for joining us, Piers. I appreciate you sticking out. It's all right, thanks. <laughs> Uh, thank you everybody for listening and we shall see you next week for SummerSlam 2010.
Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.